Welcome to another episode of SNS. I have three interesting guests today with me. On my right. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Is this the part where I introduce myself? Yeah, pretty oh, much. Pretty good. Okay, pretty much. Well, I'm Blanquita Styles and I'm a hairstylist, professional hairstylist over 10 years in the industry, makeup artist, Monat market builder, and uh, activist. <laughs> <laughs> That was a very long introduction. Hey, you said free for all. <laughs> yes, indeed, indeed, indeed. So in front of me, I have... Hey, I'm Taina. And uh, well, people think I do a lot of things, but it actually resumes itself into only one very simple sentence. If you need coffee, I got coffee. The reason why we call her the coffee queen. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I think I have that somewhere. But anyway, I'll find that later. And on my left, I have... Hello, my beautiful people. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I'm Mona. Um, I have a meal prep, meal prep company. So, uh, this is my business. I'm also a market partner for, from, for Monate uh, with Blanquita. And um, I do modeling and I'm, com- I'm going to cooking school. Wow. Okay. So, a lot of interesting characters, different types of businesses. So I wanted to talk about today, you guys experience in the market of the business, you know, you're all three very strong women, independent women, and um, this whole women empowerment thing. And I wanted to know your take on this, your experience, vous savoir faire de la chose. Tum, tum, tum. So who wants to start? What is the question? <laughs> yeah, <'cause laughs> it wasn't a question. The take on what, though, exactly? About everything. So your okay. your path, your journey in business, right? Okay. You own your own company, mm-hmm. right? Your own image, your exactly. own brand. brand. So was it an easy path of in 2020? Not. Oh, was <laughs> No, I said, of course not. <laughs> it was, uh, okay, so you're talking basically pertaining to this year, right? Exactly. The, well, of course, I mean, we were all like, Um, faced with so many different challenges and I think that it you know for entrepreneur and strong women the fact that we're already in a business we already tend to take challenges as you know challenges you know but positively and it made us more creative right it made us understand what our potentials are and to take advantage of those potential to the fullest so I mean, it was bad in a sense because, yeah, it set me back for what I had already planned. I had invested in two wedding shows and I was booked for my summer for my weddings, my deposits, my contracts were signed. Wow. Everything was good. I was like, wow, what a great year for my bridal because I wanted, I want to focus more on that, you know? Mm-hmm. And March 13th, they announced it, right? It was Friday the 13th when they announced it. Was it? Yeah. Okay. I'll never I because it was Friday March, the 13th and it was so creepy. <laughs> I know it was March 16th, the official day of everything closing down. Okay. So yes, on the Monday. the Monday. But when they started really talking about it, it mm-hmm. was Friday the 13th because I remember this clearly because of the date. <laughs> and because when I went yeah. to Super C, I waited for like three hours to check out because everybody had just came in and wrapped That was sacked. one of the whole uh, toilet paper. Exactly. Exactly. That scavenge was a hunt. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. And um, 
that was a challenge on its own. And obviously, like, starting from that date, I started getting calls and calls and calls, and it was canceled. Like, I'm sorry, Blanquita, we're going to postpone it for next year or in two years, you know? We're going to see when this whole thing uh, passes and stuff like that. So, like, pretty much that whole summer that I had planned and hoped for and worked for, it just evaporated in a bit. And it was like... It is very scary, though. Well, it was very scary, like... And are you scared. scared about the new wave coming up, it seems? Well, like I said, it scared me. But at the same time, I tried to look at my other options. And at that time, I figured, okay, what do I have? I have my online presence. I can teach my hair. I can teach makeup. Um, I have Monate. So then I started focusing a bit more on that because like we were talking earlier, I do believe in the products and everything. But since I know that I had that opportunity to also turn it into a business, that's where I was like, okay, well, this is showing me that I do also have to think of my life differently. I can't just be there providing a service because if something should happen, I stop making money. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, when you build certain things that create residual residual income, then, you know, you're also investing for the future. So it's like you got your back in the future. Yeah, if clearly it can't. it can't be that obvious, especially since your business is hands-on, technically. Exactly. Right? So, like, if I don't have a client, I don't work. If I don't work, I don't make money. So now that the fact mm-hmm. that you're selling products and they're sold online, right? They're sold online, yeah. So I have if my... I understood all her tutorials. Yes. <laughs> on, on Mona's Instagram. <laughs> She's really good. <laughs> yeah, it's like... She makes me want to buy it. I'm like, hey, I sell them too. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a question for you. Is there a reason why there's butterflies on your forehead and your face? It's my favorite filter. Stop it. <laughs> I was just wondering. No, because I was just honestly wondering. I was like, you're Isn't s- it cute, though? I love it. Yes, yes. I <laughs> 100% agree. Not because it was a little bit... How can I call it? How can I say this? It's because you're selling products, but it's mostly hair, right? Hair. Yeah, and skincare. And skin. Yeah. So, yes. yeah. Your skin is hidden by butterflies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was the only it. I wanted to ask you the question off mic, but it just slipped right now. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, Miss Coffee Queen. What's up? We actually had a live about the whole, you know, business approach yeah. during the COVID and stuff like that. It's nuts. Yes, it was. But the thing is, I figured it gave an opportunity to many people to rediscover their imagination yeah. mm-hmm. and creativity. Right. And survival skills, I guess. 100%. So at the end of the day, if you weren't online or you weren't able to market it through... Are you guys all on Twitter? No. 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 I can't use Twitter. I was just wondering if anybody... I could. have. I think I have it, but I never look at it. <laughs> you think? I think. So it's you pretty don't. much you You know don't. when you're like, <laughs> yeah. oh, okay, yeah, no, I don't. <laughs> exactly. So you guys only use Instagram or do you use Facebook? Is there any other... Instagram, Facebook. I'm trying to get on TikTok, but it's so hard to keep yeah. up. And try to create different contact uh, content on different. TikTok would suit you well. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> you two specifically. I like, but very... I like, I like the fact that it's like a little mini it's too editing, much work. but it's a lot of work. And are you complaining? <sighs> yeah, I don't want to put that <laughs> much work on a TikTok. Media. That's that's it's a too lot much of work. work. It takes like two like hours. Seconds. At this point, I'd make... rather just edit my YouTube video so I could just monetize yeah. my channel. You know what I mean? Yeah. But at the same time, but you I can, can make money off TikTok. Of course, of course yeah. you can. It's just that it takes a lot of time to produce the videos and edit them for them to look cool for people to watch it. Exactly. Oh, it takes a lot I of time because it's like a it's like a mini editing. Yeah, you know, I did. I, I am on it, but yeah. I am on it for my kids, okay. not for me. It's, to no, monitor them. No, 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 no. I'm not part of the problem, not at all. Since you're the youngest one here, you're on TikTok. I'm guessing. No, not even. 
<laughs> really? No. It's it's not my thing. You don't like the filters? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to bug you on that one. I'm going to bug you on that one no, now. No, it's not that. It's just like, I, as they said, it's true. It's really, I tried, I actually tried with my little sisters, but it's too much work. And Instagram, it's like, it's like Instagram. To make money, you have to have a lot of followers in order to companies that pay you to promote their products, but on TikTok. Right. It's actually the same, but it's, You know, I don't want, I don't have really have the time to go on TikTok and I, I, I'd rather put all of my energy on Instagram since I already have a nice base, you know, yeah, a followers. Good following, yeah. yeah. Plus you don't have time now that you're cooking for the world. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and Monet. And Monet. Yeah, you guys have crazy and parties. School. I wanted to go to one of these parties. <laughs> oh yeah, we have insane parties. Yeah, yeah, and they yeah, would use it. They would be crazier. Have you been? To the party? Yeah. No, but I've had it for my hair though. Uh, yeah. Because I was intrigued by the balloon stuck to the ceiling thing. That what this that Sunday, like yesterday? Yes. yes. Was it yesterday? Stuck to the or was it the one like no, two, three we weeks ago? No, released it in the sky. No, no, no. The one inside. It was indoors. The one that oh, you were talking about. Oh, that was at Spanish. my house. Oh, okay. That's oh, in it. Spanish. No, that was yesterday. Oh. Yeah, somebody stuck like seven balloons. Yes, me. <laughs> I'm also a decorator. Why am I, I not so? I'm gonna start calling you Martha Stewart now. She's had like 10 lives. It, like seriously, if you if you scratch a little bit and you ask her some questions, you realize that Blanquita has actually lived the full grown life of about five different women. Yeah, wow. condensed all in one. It's insane. Why? I have no idea. Like, do you relax? Do you chill? Of course. Oh my God, she is the biggest chiller in the world. Yeah. So, so wait, time works differently with you? How does this work? There's 24 100%, 100%. hours. No, she just does everything so fast. Mm. She's so efficient at things. Ah, Incredibly good. efficient. So Very. she'll she'll be efficient for like 24 hours straight and then she'll chill for three days with me in the summer. <laughs> Okay. Of 2016. That's a good Of 2016. Of 2016. We don't want to know. summer. I broke my liver. Yeah. That summer, <laughs> she, yeah, she broke her With liver. Your, what was it? Blackberry Grey Goose? Or what whatever. Black, black cherry. Black, black cherry. Go. Black cherry Grey Goose. Yeah, Jagmeister, vodka, whatever you name it. We broke her liver. Mm. Yeah. You seem fine right now. She hasn't drank since. Yes. <laughs> pretty much. Actually. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, I, got, I got really sick. And after, then. Yeah. The year after, I had gotten this uh, bacteria in my stomach that's called H. pylori. And all of a sudden, I was feeling sick and I thought I was pregnant. I'm like, oh no, <laughs> I don't want to have another baby. And I went to the hospital and everything. And they were like, no, you have this like really bad bacteria in your stomach. And that's actually the bacteria that causes ulcers. Everybody thinks it's, oh, it's because it's alcohol, spicy food, stress. But it's really that bacteria that starts to break away at the lining of your stomach. And how do you catch that? Basically by drinking in the summer of 2016. <laughs> that summer was... I probably made my stomach so yeah. weak and I ate something. It was and insane. I was like, Poosh. It was a yeah. great summer. What's your drink? Oh, Me? Yes. Depends you. on the day. My oh my. But I really like gin and tonics. Oh, I like gin. I What really kind of gin do you like? I like like Hendrix? Fancy Bombay, Hendrix, Tanqueray 10. Yeah, you know the little flavored bombays. I like that, but I like Tanqueray 10. It's also a good one. The Tanqueray, the one with the limes, Rangpur. It's really good. See, you guys are high class. You know you're specific with your no, poison. I used to be bartended for a million years and her too. So it's Yeah, like, but that rouge, I don't think they had they had a speed rack. That's we pretty had much anything no, they had you everything. needed to get drunk. Yeah, Even yeah, STDs they had enough. in the bathroom. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, I do. Whoa! 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 Who
What? <laughs> what? Yeah, I fine. Wait, 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 wait. Cut, wait, wait, wait. Cut, delete, and chop, chop. I wasn't what? talking about me. We're gonna manage this in bus prod. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wasn't talking about me. What's your drink? <laughs> <laughs> Knock I'm, on wood. I'm not a big drinker, actually. No. Okay. So, what is your small drink? <laughs> um, I would say Grey Goose pineapple. Like, comes back to that specific. <laughs> you guys know exactly. You see, when somebody asks me, it's like gin or vodka. It's pretty much whatever goes. So whatever gin. Flows. What gin do you like? After the second drink, I don't taste the difference. Really? Honest. Yeah. Does your face get numb too? It, oh my god! You <laughs> no. know when, like, why is my face? I numb? can't feel my face when I'm with you. Why? We have a singer. Like it. Great singer. <laughs> what is this a recording now? <laughs> we told you this is gonna be a karaoke. In yeah. about in about twenty minutes, we're gonna start laughing uncontrollably, and we'll have to stop the podcast. Wait till the water hits in. <laughs> we went to Colombia together, Blanquita and I. Okay, so we went on a and trip. And you survived. We we came back. They didn't no arrest bail? us. No bail. The, no bail. <laughs> well, we were sh- two girls, and it was just after those two girls got caught in Australia. Australia, you yeah, know, with all that coke. Yes. And then Blanquita and I, we legitimately go visit Colombia for fun, you know. And then she's half from there, so she has family. So it was, <laughs> she's half from there. Yeah, half. Like, and then well, just half of it. Is it the right side or the left side? <laughs> it's always the right side with Blanquita. <laughs> and Ooh, um, I like that. my Colombian friend always says I go. Oh, it's really? ironic. Yes. Mm. Shout out to Fern. Anyway. <laughs> And then uh, I forgot what I was saying. Ref- we went, we to, went Columbia. to Columbia. We came back. We didn't die. <laughs> and they didn't arrest us at the airport, which basically is a massive win. Because you're half Moroccan. Yeah, which is probably the worst half ever. <laughs> Why? What's wrong with Morocco? Nothing. I love Morocco. Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> well, we have Beautiful. another Moroccan on our left. <laughs> Beautiful women. Yes. I love Morocco. Yeah, we're like ha- one and a half Moroccans on this table. There you go. Aren't you Moroccan? Oh, no, you're Algerian. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. That's the better half. Do you put... Uh, put what? <laughs> Do you... <laughs> put what? Put fish on couscous? No. That's, Thank God. That's actually Tunisian. No, they font ça as a mori en Algérie. Ils mangent ça. Quoi, le poisson avec couscous? Yeah, ils font un couscous aux tomates avec le poisson. Moi, avant, j'aimais ça. Tu veux parler du Maroc? Couscous de mouton. On mange tout, c'est bon. Non, pas mouton. Des insectes dans le couscous. C'est tellement bon! Oui. Yeah. It's I, did yeah. I just hear yeah, yeah, yeah. And they get excited. Oh my God, it's delicious. <laughs> okay. I just felt like so the, this say- Moroccan was drunk, <laughs> right? He thought it was olives. <laughs> and he was like, mm, it is sweet. so good. <laughs> but apparently, because I watch all these weird cooking shows and stuff, and like those weird shows where they eat weird things, weird but a lot of people eat like insects, and apparently they say it's an actual great I've source of protein. Insects. That's really good. I, I haven't. Really? I had dog, I had snake, I had. Puis tu chales sur les raisins secs. Oh my god. No, I oh. tried because when I travel, I like to taste. Have you had crocodile? Culture. Nope. It's pretty nice. Have you had kangaroo? Have you had anaconda? No. <laughs> We're both like, have you had this? <laughs> anaconda? No. Monkey? No. Monkey? What is this? I have this? a monkey. Oh my god. You, you, you have, have a monkey? Have you traveled or not? <laughs> I've traveled. I didn't eat go. monkey. I ate monkey. Where? Where? French Guiana. Oh, okay. And? The texture. Sweet. Well, you see, when I tried kangaroo in France, because someone had a kangaroo and like, you want to try? It was dry. Yeah, I was like, yeah, but snake mo- tastes like chicken. Yes, yes. It's very good. It's nice. Dog tastes like roast beef. Never had dog. South Korea. <laughs> yeah, it had to be Asian. And I wanted to eat cat, but eat I need barbecued babies too in China. Cat, you have to go to Haiti. No cat. Well, in South Korea, it's uh, it's 
it's an international dish, but I needed a doctor's prescription because it seems it's good for your knees. Because of the collagen? I have no idea. Maybe because they're very flexible. Maybe. Makes sense. Collagen. I don't know if you're serious or sarcastic. No, I, I'm, right I'm serious because I thought about it because they're very agile. Well, right? that's probably how they know. They're like, oh, cat feel like, you know, like the cats, yeah. you can like, they have no color, you know, they can fold them. During all the and they're like, noises. oh my God, it's going to be good for their knees. I should have filmed this podcast because all this movement. <laughs> that you- I'll be special effects. <laughs> Reporting live from Laval. Yeah, reporting live. Oh, sorry. It's an inside joke. Sorry. It's, it's okay. Enjoy yourselves. <laughs> I thought this was going to take a real serious turn, this podcast, but finally. Oh, we're com- serious. Yeah. Seriously funny. <laughs> <laughs> My God. <laughs> okay. Wow. You didn't think about it. You asked Blanquita really, who to bring. I and really then we've think. known each other for 10 years. <laughs> I think, I think I've never laughed more in my entire life than one day when we were in a plane in Colombia. Oh my God. So it was only you two? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Like, Avianca? Yes. Yeah, that was that a was great story. That was the only trip you guys did together? Um, no, we went to beach club one day. <laughs> Barely came back. <laughs> oh, it was a trip, honey. <laughs> A trip can be done in many different ways. Yeah, we barely came back from that trip. I, I want to take the drugs that you guys are taking. <laughs> you know, a lot of times there's no drugs. They're just mentally insane. You're high too. on life. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. So, yeah. Beach Club. That, that was Have you trip. been to Beach Club? Never. Once and never again. And such I a good girl. barely came back. <laughs> I'm young. Oh, I, I, I would have brought her this year, but you know, COVID. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Why isn't it open? No, I don't think so. Who's the target audience for this? <laughs> Who knows right now? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> I honestly oh. don't know what to expect from this one because I was really aiming for something serious. But oh, we can it, go serious. We yeah, can switch right now. Let's do this. That's scary though. Why? <laughs> like huh? How you can flip. Right now we can do I but, swear I don't want to miss up your your podcast. But you know what? Sorry. This is this is what makes us these strong, you know, uh-huh. business women is because we can adapt to anything. Yeah, right? don't worry. We can still business. So you So would actually like- that's an interesting comment. Mm. So as women, right. you guys adapt? Of course. Yes. We're creatures of habit. Elaborate. Well, human behavior the way we are the way we we get accustomed to things you know and then within your mindset if you are someone that can manage fluctuation then you find ways to adapt you know to them better and create results with it like you were coming back to this year being a challenge and you know on top of that the covid happened i had problems with my landlord they closed down my business I had health problems. Like I had a whole bunch of pile. I had every reason in the book to be depressed, right? And to use it as fundamental, justifiable reasons. But I chose not to. So I think that the essence that why we're here is because we are these strong women and we we can adapt. And we, you know, her too, when this all happened, you opened your online coffee, remember? And you were doing it. And it was something that you kind of were pushing off, but this forced you to do it. Same with you started your your food prepping and and then you were like you know what with the monade you saw me do it so you're like let's start this and then you got encouraged to go to like register yourself for school so i think those are like characteristic traits of strong women that can adapt because already by nature they say that we are more multitaskers right than men men are more so like is that focused true? 
I mean, in my in my terms, like I'm ten octopuses because I have like five hundred. Like she says, I'm extremely efficient. You have no idea how many things she could do at the same time. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> oh, that's but, but do I'm are, not gonna are you say, like that? I'm not gonna tell the specific story I'm thinking about. Say that off. Does it have to do with Colombia again? It was here, but okay. it was in 2016. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> that year. Honestly, she can do literally five things at the time and do it well. I've witnessed it many times, and it's flabbergasting. I could not do a third of how and what she does. Have you always time. been like that? Yes, okay. I think. I mean, I've perfected myself and I've gotten better at it. But I think the major driving force behind the way that I am is because I had a child so young. I had a child at fourteen and a half, so oh, that was really young for me to be at a point to understand that I'm going to be a parent and that there's someone that's going to look up to me. And I remember when I made the choice <clears throat> so you to grew go up fast. Yeah. And not only just growing up fast, but thinking already of my goals. So my first goal was like, I'm going to finish high school with everybody else. And when I go get my diploma, my daughter's going to be in my arms. And I did it. And I finished with everybody else. I went to college Congrats. with everybody else. Thank you. I went to university with everybody else. And then from there, I was like, I initially wanted to become a psychologist. That was like my real thing <laughs> that I always wanted to do. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, at that age, I was like, what, 20, 21. And I'm like, okay, I need to work because I have to help my mom because, you know, I was living with her but I want to study, but I want this. So I kind of figured, I'm like, by the time I become a psychologist, you know, and I start making money, like, you know, how am I going to put food on the table in the meantime? So that led me to kind of stop my education in an institution and educate myself with the hard knocks of life. <laughs> Sometimes and, it's and that's where I got my doctorate. And I think being who I was, because don't forget, like I had my daughter at 14 and a half. My teacher... And this is a great story and I'm happy that I'm going to get to share it because I was at a private high school and obviously I couldn't stay there. And I had found this school called Elizabeth High School in Montreal and they catered to young teen moms that are in school that get pregnant and still want to continue studying. So they had they have a house. So they had like the living quarters for girls that had nowhere to go. They had the daycare and they had the school. Does it still exist today? Yes. They just moved to Verdun or something like that. I had actually reached out to her one week before we got closed down and I had told her and I spoke to her and we were both crying because we never talked to each other since. And I said, you know what? I'd love to go back and talk to these girls, you know, and, and give them you? hope. Of, oh, yeah. hundred percent. When she heard my voice, she's like, Blanquita. And I'm like, oh, my God, you have such a great memory. It's like 26 years later, you know, you have such a voice. <laughs> so they've been. So they've been told. I don't you know do what I'm have saying. a radio voice, though. Do I? Yeah. I like that. There you, you know, go. You heard that in that? I like that. <laughs> and I'm actually getting, you know, when you said you heard your voice, you're like, it's weird. I, to be honest, you hated voice. my voice. Oh, okay. I was like, I love my voice. No, no, no. <laughs> I hated my voice. I found I'm like, ew, I have such a gross voice. I just, I didn't like the sound of my voice. But now because I've been doing my YouTube videos and I'm narrating, I have no choice to hear myself. And I kind of had to like, disassociate myself from all these things that we do as women like we all see ourselves away like I look fat I look this right and then I'm like okay people are telling me I have a nice voice so like you know shut the F up and accept it so I started hearing my voice like this is my voice what am I going to do I'm never going to talk well, and if I don't hear it exactly and I'm like okay so I don't like it when I hear it but every time I'm going to talk that's what people are going to hear so appreciate it so 
now I kind of got more used to my voice. So when I hear She's my voice, her voice no, I'm like, hey, how I you doing? I want to hear myself. Hello. Hello. <laughs> like, <laughs> I see where you're going with that one. Hello. <laughs> so going back to the story, it's so funny how we can like all sidetrack it. Um, when I went to the high school, so I remember I had found this high school. I had found the clipping of it like a few months prior. So I remember it and I told the social worker, I'm like, look, there's a school because my mom obviously was worried. She's like, what are you going to do with your education, you know, to have a kid so young? So I went to the school and the teacher there, she was amazing. And she gave me an opportunity because I had failed the first year of high school. So I was back into sec one when I should have been in sec two. Okay. And she had told me, look, if you take summer school and you take French and math and you pass, instead of going to sec two, I'll put you straight in sec three. So the year that I failed, it's like I never failed it. So you lost a year, then you jumped a year. It, yeah. So then I saw that as an opportunity. I said, wow, that's amazing, right? Because like the moment my daughter came out of me and she came into my arms, I, that was the first thing I saw myself was so getting that diploma. What, sec three? No, sec one. Well, sec two, technically. Sec two, yeah. Right, because I was born in November, so I was pulled back uh, another okay. year. okay. Shit. <laughs> and then after... Didn't have it easy. And then after... Anyways, so she gave me that opportunity, and I was like, wow, I go, I get to do two months, and I get to pass a year that I failed? I go, this is perfect. So I did it. Like, two weeks later, after I gave birth, I went, and I had, I think, failed one of my courses. So when I went back in September, I was like, okay, well, I guess the deal's off. And she was like, no, no. She's like, you know, you still did it, right? Like, I gave birth, and two weeks later, I was in school. You know what I mean? Like... Lot older women stay like 40 days at home minimum to like heal down not there more. if not more exactly so I was like no I have to do this because I felt that urgency of needing to do this because I felt that she depended on me right not only just physically and financially but morally and I wanted her to look at me as a role model to say that you know what I just wanted to prove that if I can do it there is no reason so you how can't. old is your daughter now? 26 26 yeah and she's studying, she's working. She's, she's in uh, Concordia. She's doing mechanical engineering. So she'll be graduating in two years. Wow. Shabu. Yeah. Thank Congrats. you. Thank you. So she so. finished, the, she's doing the school that you wanted to do. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm so proud, you know, because I really want her. To, and I mean, at the end of the day, I would have support her in anything because. And she went to Poland, no? Uh, yeah. Last year, I, we, I sent her to Poland because she participated in, it's the biggest robotic competition in the world for students. Is it robot. those robots fighting each other type of thing? It's, a, it's actually, they, they had to model out the rover that went to Mars. Whoa. So schools, like let's say in Canada, it was only... Concordia that was representing Canada and I think the University of Toronto. That's it. Like there was two two universities from Canada representing Canada and they had other places from all over the world and they did they go? did really good. Yeah, like she she they came up like there I don't know how many schools are about like 50 or 60. It was like a really big thing and they all had to like transport their huge ass rovers and you know, everyone does something, one does programming, you know, she was in charge of like a little arm hook, you know, which you yeah, think yeah. it's nothing, but it's like the whole thing she had to build and do the blueprint behind it. So she had like a compliment from one of the top people. They wrote them a letter saying that they did an amazing job and they got ranked for like number, I think, 12 or something or 10, which cool. was really good because Space Concordia is an extracurricular activity. So she decided to be part of that to learn other other things, you know, and they did really well. So it's fun that she gets to be part of that and learn different things. That's very impressive. Thank Super you. Super amazing. Mm -hmm. I'm proud very, of her. Very, impressive. Thank so, you. She's so nice too. She's a sweetheart. What's her name? Alexandra, a.k.a. Yeah. Tiny. Tiny, tiny, because she's so tiny. Because she's so tiny. Is she? Yeah. yeah. Travel size. 
<laughs> it's like she she was born and like she grew a little bit more and that's it. No, she's okay. No, she's not a midget. She's five foot. She's normal. <laughs> she's Latina. Yeah. We'll she's a little we'll, Latina. We'll, we'll stay to that. There. So I wanted to ask you, all three of you, we're going to get a little bit more serious. So what are your thoughts on the Me Too movement? In the business workplace and, you know, because technically in makeup, I'm guessing it's mostly women. Mm-hmm. And gays, I guess. Well, I don't want to be stereotypical here, but well, yeah, I guess. So I guess there's not a lot of, but with clients maybe, or with husbands, or I don't know, or people you work with. Yeah, I guess because you work, I guess, with actors, models, men yeah. and women. Exactly. Have you been? No, I haven't experienced that in in my field. You seem thank like God. You kick ass. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, what you say? <laughs> I'm a yellow belt. <laughs> yellow belt. I think that's like the second. I know. Yeah. Actually, no, wait, I'm an orange third belt. I forgot. Taekwondo. So you had time to do Taekwondo too? <laughs> yeah, well, no, okay. that was a few years ago. <laughs> Not like today. <laughs> Imagine. H- have you been since you're younger, you're a millennial in the purest form here? No. No. Not even. No. Nothing? No. no. It must be the butterflies. <laughs> <laughs> it like, must be the butterflies. Now I'm <laughs> keeping the best for last. But because it's you... not, it's it's like, it's been just a week or not or so, no? For what? For... The Me Too movement? No, the Me Too was with mm. like, it started with the Harry Weinstein. No? Weinstein. Yeah. yeah. That was like about what? Three years ago, two years ago, give or take. Remember oh. when all the women were like saying Me Too, I got like sexually harassed. Oh, or... yes. But it's it was, it was more... You, the the past few months, you know that oh, people on wave. social, yeah, that people there's on social media now. would really like. But everybody's revolting for something nowadays, right? So. Yeah. But I mean, in a way, I think it's good if people can have the courage to have a voice to say something that traumatized them or that made them feel uncomfortable, like someone got raped or like really sexually harassed, or you know, it was their job and they had to like. Yeah, I don't know, well, like rape, live all those. Rape is not me too; it's just rape. Well, no, it's yeah, a, that's, that's a, like, but like I'm saying, let's say you work in a place and you're constantly getting harassed sexually. Mamandane, it's going to be like yeah, but I find now, now again, maybe it's from a, a man's point of view here, mm-hmm. and since I'm a little bit older, I find it that it's a little bit paradoxical because I was talking about to a friend that works in a cubicle environment, so she has this guy that's very, he's being kind, maybe flirtatious, I guess. So he buys her like muffins and stuff like that. And she was like telling me that it started to make her feel uncomfortable. And I was like, but if the guy would be good looking. But what's good looking? No, no, good looking for her. For her. Oh, that's it. But that's what I'm saying. But that's it. But so it's... he wouldn't be making her feel uncomfortable if she found him interesting type of thing. Well, if somebody, you're not interested in somebody. You tell him. And you take gifts from them but you have no intent to follow up it makes us uncomfortable because we don't want to be people that take from someone expecting something else so you should tell him exactly she because hasn't the told thing him is, no but that's the thing she she was feeling uncomfortable and she didn't want to make him feel uncomfortable by confronting him but she should just refuse what he sh- I don't know if she accepted or not that's like besides the point here but I was just like it's becoming delicate because women are complaining yeah, that men are not being men enough to approach a woman Yet, if you approach a woman and you're not her taste, it's a me too. Well, who <laughs> says, thing. where did you see that women are complaining that men are not man enough? Oh, I didn't see that. Plenty. I'll show you plenty of people saying that men are too sh- shy. They're too, even on the dating world, even on apps, women are complaining that men don't approach them properly, are not manly enough. I don't know what the hell that means. 
And again, I think that maybe women complain a lot about how men talk to them and approach them because the majority of men that approach us mm-hmm. approach us in a very bad way. So we complain about it and Example. it makes them. What's a bad way? What was the last time somebody. Okay, so I was walking downtown. It was during COVID. I was taking. A, I was walking on St. Catherine and then this guy sees me and he's like oh hey how are you i'm like oh hey i'm good and he's like, what's your name i'm tina it's like oh what are you doing tonight oh i'm just walking to a restaurant you know uh, i gotta go thank you it's like no but give me your number i'm like no, no no it's okay i go i walk into the restaurant and then i take my order to go because we can't sit anymore and then he follows me into the restaurant <laughs> you see yeah. That's but weird. this happens like very often right yeah. so it yeah does, a lot. last time i was at another restaurant i'm sitting by myself i'm eating it's 11 at night i'm eating alone uh this guy decides he's gonna stand up and sit down at my booth and i'm like whoa and he's like uh hi am i bothering you yes like, yes <laughs> like you didn't come up and say hey uh how are you may i sit with you you know you just take what you think like is there is there right so but, but this space is not there for you to fill right i came sit Fair down enough. by myself right and and the thing is i will be one of the first one to complain about how men approach women in a bad way on social media but social me- oh yeah i heard we're everywhere everywhere right so mm. look and yeah on, on apps guys are disgusting on linkedin guys are disgusting yeah i heard a lot of people getting a approached lot. Really? and and then when you LinkedIn, when so. you hear women what? complaining about how men approach women maybe maybe men that would like to approach women think that they shouldn't because we're so vocal about the ones that approach us in a bad way right you so know? then they're like oh we, they don't want to be approached they don't want to be approached but it's, but it's the way you know yeah, have like, they tried to be polite have they tried to be courteous have they tried to be nice or just why are start- you buying her muffins why aren't you like hey i think you're pretty would you like to go out with me and then if she fucking says no leave her alone why do you coerce her into don't, don't buying no but yeah. it makes me, but it it does make me angry you know why because sometimes people do that and it's it's like a psychological thing like now i gave you something so it's like you feel like you owe me and that's why she feels uncomfortable exactly right could it be the other way around i was just you know i like you i wanted to be kind well then you do it once twice and then you say that exactly yeah but if she she didn't say no that's the thing why are you gonna say no to a coworker bringing you a muffin that's nice. Thank like you. if it's the first so, time, so wait, I would so find I it's get, nice. So like I wouldn't I, think it's bad. If it's it. one time, he'd like, hey, it's one uh, time. I'd be like, oh wow, thank you. You said then if it keeps repetitive. giving her, that, that's it. Maybe he's trying to make it their thing. But you said he keeps giving her things and buying her. No, muffin. I said muffins. Or okay, but <laughs> if he keeps doing <laughs> it, there's no other things. Now. No, but what <laughs> I mean is that if he keeps doing it and he's not coming forward asking her out. It is very uncomfortable because then you want to insult your coworker and say, "No, I don't want your fucking muffin. What do you want?" Even <laughs> if not in those words, but or whatever words you say, <laughs> it that's you know, I, oh, please stop buying me muffins. It's making me uncomfortable. Oh, right. Why are you uncomfortable? I'm just your coworker. Why do you think I'm hitting on you? You always get a sassy rep- response, no matter if you if you're straightforward with a guy and you say, "I'm not interested," they're gonna say, "Well, I wasn't interested." 
So you get caught off. Then it's going to be. Or they're going to be called like a lesbian because yeah, I've been called a lesbian. Of because course. I didn't you were called a lesbian because a you million said no times. to We've yeah. been called lesbians together a oh hundred yeah. times. <laughs> no, I don't think for the same reasons. No, yes. For reasons like that. Like we would be walking and like we're just like walking together and then guys would want to talk and we'd be like, no, because we just wanted to be together. And they're like, oh, you lesbians. Yeah, in a bar, guys want to come and dance with you and you're like, no. And then they get kind of mad. And then they get mad. They're like, what, are you guys fucking lesbians? Yeah. What do you mean? Or like they try to intimidate. Would you guys chill. Like this is in so Montreal. This was before. In Montreal. <laughs> but this is everywhere. Everywhere. Really? Everywhere. Yeah. everywhere. Mm-hmm. All and the time. Microaggressions the, every day. It's yeah. And women, I think, like you said, have you been part of the book? Maybe I have. Maybe I am. You know, maybe I do have a me too, like in a sense. But it's just that you become so used to it because you're so harassed all yeah. the time that we tend to uh, build exactly. No, yeah, desensitized. You don't it, care anymore. In- That's just intense. how it is, you know? The, there's no way around deflecting a man's advances where you don't lose either opportunity, relationship, or status. So if a man decides he's going to hit on you, you're stuck. And then you and, and if it's someone that you need or someone that gives you work or someone that has any kind of authority or somebody that could give you contacts of somebody that's in your industry, if right. a man decides he's going to hit on you, there is virtually no way for you to reject him and keep that business exactly. or professional oh, yeah. or You're friendship done. relationship. You're uh, done. For ego reasons, I'm guessing? A thousand percent. But is it just ego? I don't know. It could be sentimental. It could be ego. It could you be pride. Will lose that relationship. Yeah. So what do you do? You stay in that uncomfortable zone where you don't take too much and you try to repel up until the moment where either he makes a move or he gets mad. Yeah. There's oh. no way around it. So it is complicated being a woman even in 2020. It really 100%. is. 100%. I haven't, I, you know, I have mentors. They're, uh, most of them are men. But I, have to, I had to develop a formula to make sure I have mentors that are never going to cross the line. A formula? Fuck yeah. Please share. Yeah, sure. Okay. And there's guidelines. I can't I can't go for drinks and I can't go for dinner with Mm. any of my mentors. I don't do that because it kind of crosses the line. But if I were a man, I would have that kind of privileged conversations over a drink where your mentor is spending a bit of more time and having dinner and no one's bothering them during the day. I'm stuck to lunches and coffee in the morning between the entire workday. Because if I tell a 50-year-old married man, hey, do you want to go to eat? I don't know, at that place, have a drink, smoke a cigar, had drinks, whatever business people, it becomes a fucking date. Yeah. No, but I'm talking the the other way around. Let's just say you guys sign a big contract and he's like, let's celebrate, let's go for a drink or something like that. I want, I do it. I want to do it. But if that man decides that during that night he will try to pursue you in any way Mm -hmm. and you refuse, you've just lost your relationship. Yeah. So you cannot put yourself in a situation where if the man decides he's going to pursue you, you will have to deny him because then you've lost most of the advantages and everything else that was beside it. So you guys literally go through life avoiding potholes. Yes. Yeah. If you're smart and well, you want to keep on having... Je vais aller en français. Je vais être juste Ooh, à l'aise avec ça. Um, je pense qu'aussi avec les réseaux sociaux, c'est devenu encore pire parce que tu l'expérimentes en train de l'expérimenter sans avoir besoin de sortir dehors. Absolument. Moi, j'ai des hommes qui me textent à chaque mois, chaque deux semaines, depuis des années, des années, des années. J'en ai que à cause que je réponds pas, ils se sont fâchés, ils m'ont oh traité de tous so les many. noms. Ouais. De oh, tous les est-ce noms. que tu leur as déjà répondu? Non. Non. Some des, yes, some ils no. parlent toutes seules. What? Allô, allô, ça va, tu me réponds pas, t'es une sale pute. Mm. Ouais. Mm. Wow. Ouais. Oh Just my God. Ça arrive tout le temps. Tout le temps. Au moins une fois par mois. Tout le temps. Yeah. Oh. 
Tout okay. le temps. Euh, tout le temps. Les, c est, c est Pourquoi fou. tu leur réponds pas? Je pas curiosité. Parce qu'on sait que c'est ça. Parce que, mais écoute, avec un Instagram qu'on est... Non, Parce que moi, j'ai un Instagram avec beaucoup de monde où est-ce que je promote, je fais du modeling, je fais de tout. Puis j'ai aucun intérêt à aller répondre à des millions de gars que je ne sais même pas c'est qui, je ne sais même pas son nom. Puis moi, je ne suis pas intéressée. Il dit juste allô. Oui, mon compte est public. Il dit juste allô. Salut, ça va? T'es belle? Qu'est-ce que tu fais? Pourquoi tu ne réponds pas? Ouais. Yo, allô? Ça a duré pendant ça des années. Ça a duré pendant des années. Hello, hi, hello, hi, how are you? Hello, you're so yeah. beautiful, yes. you're gorgeous. Hello, hi, I'd love to talk to you. Hello, yeah. hi, yes. this is my WhatsApp. Yes. Hello, me hi, too. I did it. And then, since I'm a public person, guess what? They do find my number and they do add me on WhatsApp. Uh, yeah, and they and call, they call and they, me. They text you, they send you stuff on WhatsApp. Yo, 100%. Remember once I did a live and a guy was showing his penis? Yes. Or, like he wanted Whoa. to show his penis. What? Or didn't what? something happened like remember yeah. on a live yeah was it or oh <laughs> it was his profile we received, picture we received picture like this like all, all the, the time. time really yeah just have you have a new message open and this it's and the there's the picture <laughs> i like how you didn't say what it was <laughs> that is the, the cutest thing ever there that? was a picture <laughs> picture of what no Can fucking say... butterflies no butterflies. no butterflies yeah maybe you should add a filter on it <laughs> yeah It would not look less wrinkly. No, honestly, it's oh, terrible. Snap. It's terrible. terrible. We get approached in really demeaning, aggressive, disgusting ways yeah. every okay, day. Fair enough. So me, I have I have an issue. I already did a podcast about this in a more of a comedic sense. So because of my lives, for example, so all three of you, actually, I, I didn't know you guys before. Right. So I did text you for the live. Yeah. Right. You did respond. Yeah. All no. three. Yes. Right? right? So what was so different? Well, it wasn't hello. <laughs> it was actually an introduction. Oh, <laughs> well, there you go. Oh, there you go. You're okay. Mm. There was so a point. So it's really whatever is sent. So these freaks should be just more You are creative. serious. You tell exactly what you want. You mm -hmm. know, you said, okay, ça va être ça, ça, ça. When mm -hmm. it's clear, there's no problem. But when there's no, it's just for talking, for talking. And à cause qu'on qu expérimente tellement <rire> notre, nos réseaux sociaux sont remplis de gars c'est ça on a rien on a, on a vraiment d'autres choses à faire on a des chums mais on a des chums like I'm not gonna yeah. entertain quoi, that le, like I've, I've sometimes like I, ha I also have been approached like whether it's online or face to face by a guy who generally you know will have the courage to come and talk to me and he'll do it in a nice way I you answer. feel it and I you answer. know whether it's whether it's online yeah. or it's for real right and he'll be like Oh hi, um, blah 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 blah. You know, or he'll always throw a compliment. Sure. You know, can can I get to know you or no no? And then you know, I'll be like, I'm sorry, I'm engaged. There you, you go. Know? Thank you so much. I really and I'm always nice about it. I'm like, always. you know, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful day. And you'll be yeah. like, oh okay. See, so those men are a pleasure to talk yeah, to. Yeah, and because you feel them. safe. Oh, yeah, you don't feel okay, like you're yeah, being attacked. Not... Or online too. Have I had. You, have you ever felt? Well, I guess if somebody found your number and started calling you on WhatsApp, <laughs> you kind of feel attacked. How the hell do you find? How do they find your number? Because it's all over the internet. Because yeah. I'm public everywhere. Me too. My, my phone number is all over the internet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. When you yeah. have businesses, you know, if people exactly. want to contact you, you have spend to your time them. telling people to call you so you can sell them something. <laughs> yeah, not they the can't find your number. Yeah. But <laughs> having a business is also c'est une autre problématique parce que moi j'ai des hommes qui m'approchent supposément pour m'acheter des produits pas vrai. et c'est pas vrai ouais, ça aussi. et quand je leur dis non c'est juste de la livraison tu peux pas venir les chercher chez moi tu voilà. peux pas venir me voir oh ils annulent <gasps> combien de fois on m'a dit ils prennent pas de commandes ah, est-ce ouais. que est, j'achète juste si c'est toi qui livres exact ta gueule ta gueule <rire> je mange la mort tous vraiment souvent là. <rire> 
Oh ouais. my God! So, so these Vraiment. guys are thinking, so ils s'imaginent dans leur tête. Ouais. La seule vais... raison pourquoi elle, elle pourrait me voir, c'est si je lui achète des produits, ouais. alors je vais le faire. C'est ça. So pour eux, on est des prostituées, on n'a ouais. aucune valeur. We could be bought. Because that's, unfortunately, like I say, there are men that have beautiful hearts and they have a beautiful way of being, you know? And I know, because I have met people like that, that are gentlemen, you know, that are men in that sense. They know how to talk. They'll have tact to approach a woman. Mm -hmm. They won't do it in that cheesy way. You know what I mean? It's kind of seen like a hoe. You're not going to appreciate her because, you know, she's a hoe. You're going to appreciate the woman who's going to demonstrate, you know, class or demonstrate certain qualities that will pique your interest in her, right? So a man, it's the same thing, but some of them are nice. They could be nice. So what's the ratio, just out of curiosity? I would say the majority are not. Really? Like yeah. 85%. Yeah. The majority. Whoa. Because yeah. the guys that on approach, on approach, yeah. on approach doesn't mean they're not nice yeah. people. No, but on approach, on approach. Or maybe they're going through a bad vibe in their life and then yeah. maybe 10 years down the road they're going to become super gentle maybe. Yeah, yeah, no, Who no, knows? But, okay, that, that, but that is, what I'm that trying is to so say. Cute, what yeah. you just said. But <laughs> no, cuz I Let's get back to reality here, okay? <laughs> reality nice is people they're do not nice. nice. Things. It's, yeah. it's pretty basic. And, and I've nice. met and I've met young guys who have been super respectful and acted like fucking men like in that sense. Yeah, and old men acting like pigs. And old men acting like ah, dégueulasse. You know? But 85% is me honestly 85% of the interactions are, are are not interactions I I I, I see well, as especially being you because you deal with a lot more men because you're in an industry where I it's more only deal me with it's men. women so I mean especially now so the last 10 years I haven't really dealt with that many men instead like unless like that odd weird yeah you know like, uh, or yeah, like on no, the phone me. or stuff like that I'm like uh. I love your sound effects <laughs> I know <laughs> just like, putting it out there it's a soundtrack. I swear to God. I come back from I don't work. even need this pad for sounds. <laughs> no. I'll just use you. Yes. <laughs> But like, you know, being in like your industry, you're going to see that more. So obviously yeah. the impression that she's going to have is more. And I'm mostly at home now, so I don't really get to deal with that. But like before when like I used to be out there. 85% is a lot. It was intense. It's like the guys that have the oh courage gosh. to come to you. I have a story. Are only guys that will come to you in a bad way. So how did you meet your boyfriend? So he was, um, it was funny. It was like a stupid- Gave you a muffin? <laughs> <laughs> he gave her two muffins. Oh. <laughs> a blueberry muffins. and a carrot. <laughs> no, no, we were, um, I had like a, I was doing like this little tiny influencer gig and, he, and then he was the photographer at the event Okay. for the thing, but I w I'm really into photography. So when I go to places and I know it's going to be like, people or I bring my camera so I take pictures I have like a well, back then I had a very small professional like semi-professional camera nothing special but then he saw me and was like who's who's that girl bringing her own camera in my photo shoot like what are you doing <laughs> this is my territory yeah you know like, and then and then that's how we met and then I liked him and then I invited him to come and dance so, so you approached him <laughs> yeah okay so that's the way to go but no I mean he was obviously sending signals that he was interested he's, he's just a shy guy I believe so when he meets new people so shy guys are the, the thing right now I yeah. like shy yeah. guys They my are. fiance is so you? shy how did you meet your fiance Facebook <laughs> she posted a picture me and her and she had him on his Facebook and then he added me and we yeah. didn't talk and then he had messaged me 
you say approach and you just left him there no, no. for a year because if he would have just no if he would have just been like hey, how you doing i'd be like yeah whatever <laughs> but he messaged me for a fo- for a video shoot but i didn't understand it because the way he wrote it is i'm like does he want me to be in the video or am i going to do the hair and makeup for the video yeah. so and then part of me i was like i'm not going to answer but then i'm like okay no but it's money and it's business so i did and that's it we just met and like but he's like other. very shy and it was very discreet he was very respectful that's two shy guys yeah, very, actually, you know why? But they're I very think, smart and they're amazing people. No, but I think yeah. people are, are <laughs> obviously. I think we're we're not wording it properly. It's not shy. It's no. just respectful. Like yeah. we we associate shy with someone who's not stepping over your boundaries, right? And I think they just yeah. didn't step on our boundaries, and we feel like they're shy because most guys that are aggressively pursuing you step on your boundaries, and those are the guys that we say, hey, this guy, yeah. yeah. But that was the thing that differentiated me because I was like six months separated, so I was not looking for anything. No, he was just a great guy. All and but I remember at the beginning, what attracted me the most was because I'm like I felt so safe. So it's that element of what you feel with the person. If you would have gave me the creepy, creepy vibes, I I would have been like, I'm I'm sorry, shy or not shy, right? You're creepy to me. But I was like, oh my god, why do I feel so safe with you? Like, why do I like being with you? Like, I wanted to be single for like at least two, three years after my separation, uh-huh. <laughs> and then I was like, but I go, I felt safe, so I, mm-hmm. that feeling helped me, and then it, it helped us grow together, yeah. you know. So it's really at the end. So of the you day, see, it's, it's not about oh, I'm a guy, I'm on Facebook, I'm texting girls, girls are all bitches, they don't answer us. No, oh. you, you don't have. Look, you need an approach, you need a reason. Or, those guys must be idiots because at that point yeah, if you're gonna are. text hey 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 they you're are. a bitch like what's the point of oh my god I have so point? many of these in my in my messages <laughs> like so it's, many like sometimes it escalates because sometimes it will happen five times in a row and then you just ignore it and then next six time they catch you in a bad day and then you lash out you lose it on them and then they insult your mother <laughs> you know like wow. they're insane it's insane I, I have a guy I went to 15 I was in Seja. I was 19 years old. I was in Toronto. I did an exchange. I was 17, uh, 18 years old. He messaged, he since then, 30. He has messaged me periodically every year, a couple of times a year. Oh and God, yesterday, same he's, guy? yes, the same Indian guy. <laughs> he messaged me yesterday. Hi, how are you? Beautiful. He's oh, hopeful. You, wait, he's texting you. That is so racist, by the way. <laughs> so wait, you're reading the text in an Indian of accent. Course. <laughs> it's more like, hello, Dude, how are you? He makes, yes. <laughs> Lolo, how are you? You are beautiful. Look, we're you all ethnic here. Number. Six, like, two, I make fun of Arabs too. Yes, Who? No, no, Jiro? I, I do Jiro, the same Jiro. thing. Yeah. I'm just saying no, we can so read wrong. it. You can read the accent into the mistakes uh, they put. They make. Uh, you can read it. Beautiful, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so how do you write beautiful? I'll show you right now. <laughs> <Booty? laughs> she probably wrote it in a weird so way. So are you seeing somebody? No. Okay. She's like, no. no. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> They're all assholes. Yeah. <laughs> so you get these long ass texts constantly. Yeah. Look, he called me buddy, but he wrote it B-U-D-I. Booty. <laughs> <laughs> Can't you hear it? I think he was talking about your ass, but no, booty I like, like your booty. Hi, how are you? Hi, how are you? Hi, <laughs> hi. April 2015. April 2015. Septem- September 2016. So October you, 16. Why do you keep them? Because they're funny. They're hilarious. That's why you whip oh, it for up. podcast look, material. Look at this. I'm gonna read you we have some proof real it's stuff. Real. Listen to this. March 2013. Hi, busy. If you don't want to talk, then tell me I will never text you. I don't answer. March. Hi, Baras. March again. Hey, sexy. Capital. No answer. April. Hi. You are really fucking girl. 
You really fucking What does that mean Well basically He's like fucking Are girl. you fucking girls Are you like a fucking girl no, yeah. Yes that's what it is <laughs> You like, are yeah. really like he's a confirming fucking girl. That you're a woman No I think you are like Badass No I This is mean You're really a fucking Like you're fucking women Like you know what I mean You're not answering They're getting oh, okay, mad it's a bad yeah. thing Yes Yeah it's okay. a bad thing And period Like you know You fucking girl, girl You know You yeah. don't answer me You know yeah. Indian being angry Is interesting You know it's just Jiro, like Jiro He called me on messenger he called you I yeah. took it to the next level no he called me on whatsapp how the hell did he get you on whatsapp after that because my facebook's everywhere my yeah, phone number exactly. is there and he then it's the only person from India that ever spoke to me ah, he's from India India well, he he's was not with, from Toronto he was with me in school in Toronto and ah, so moved. you knew the guy I, I went from the same uh, school with him he but never did, spoke did, to me there but you you've seen him <laughs> I've seen him before that's yeah. cool. Oh, that's even worse. It's the weirdest thing. Yeah, that's like thing. stalking. That's, yeah, that's right? pretty much yeah. stalking. That's somebody you know. I'm guessing the guys that text you, you don't know them. No, most of them. Well, it's not no. It's some guy that apparently I went to university in Toronto with that had maybe one. Apparently. Well, apparently because that's what he says. I, it's not someone I talked to. So I you don't even remember him? Puis même à ça, on n'est pas obligé de répondre à quelqu'un juste parce qu'on le connaît ou on l'a déjà vu dans le passé. Regarde, regarde, il n'y a aucune obligation. Moi, en réalité, qu'est-ce qui m'intrigue de tout ça? Because I'm being, I'm being ignorant of this in the sense that... Women not, don't harass you on social media. No, but even harassment, if you can call it harassment, is very light for men. Yeah, they're probably like happy. They're like, yeah, harass me. No, I, I, had, this, <laughs> I had this girl that texts me. She's like, you're hot. Thank you. That's pretty much what I wrote back. Thank you. Well, that okay. A guy will text you, you're hot. You'll say thank you. They're like, ooh, opening. Yeah. And then, blah, blah, blah. blah. No, no, but the girl, then, then the girl started back. She's like, so what's your nationality? And I'm a very curious person. No, but that's okay. Yeah, yeah, no, no. But me, like I said, it's not at all. Because she's not going to tell me, fuck you. There you go. Exactly. She's not going to flip <laughs> on you. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's not going to go there. So exactly. I'm just curious. Like, I have this fake account that actually talks to me. And I know it's a fake account. Like it's clear, sure. so I'm get I'm trying to trying to figure out who this is. Yet she comments on every post I make. She writes to me in private. Hey, it's an ex girlfriend, probably. Yes, uh, I yeah. hope not. It's probably it. Oh come on, she's interacting, telling you you're hot. She's waiting for you to. No, no, this one. That's so another this one, one. So this one. What's interesting about this one? So she's Quebecer living in Minnesota. So she says she has a boyfriend in her pictures. Uh-huh. Her account is open since June. Mm-hmm. She's your ex. She's your ex. <laughs> she's a typical hot white girl. Okay, big boobs, big lips with eyelashes like umbrellas. Yeah, oh, no. so yeah, yeah, like the Barbie did. look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And her boyfriend is good looking. Well, the pictures, again, right? Keep in mind, it's your ex. Okay, but she's married. So like, she says. No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. She, she's she, married. Yeah, yeah, she's married. She's married. She's looking for some fun. Maybe. No, 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 no. Her what do you mean, no? It can't be her. It can't be her. Oh. Okay. I don't think so. So it's well, somebody another ex. But whatever. It's a fake account, but I'm just curious. I'm like Who feeding feeding to this because I'm like, eventually she'll slip. Because it's really hard to maintain a persona. And there's a lot of fake accounts. Right. Especially when you have a public account. Mm-hmm. Right? I have two accounts. I have my personal one with the kids and everything. And I have the public one for whatever business, I guess. I don't even consider this as a business. It's more of a hobby than anything else. So the back and forth is actually interesting to me because you meet new people, new stories. Mm-hmm. Most of the time I get lucky. I meet people like you, mm-hmm. right? So it's interesting back and forth. And then you get some strange people. But those strange people give me material for the podcast. Right. So 
it's okay. Like, Are we not strange enough? Well, we can crack it up in a bit. No, yeah. but you're civilized strange. Like, uh -huh. good strange. We can be really uncivilized. <laughs> 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 I remember that monkey? Oh my God. <laughs> Let's stay human, please. <laughs> yeah, the monkeys. I remember. Oh, my God. The monkey. The monkey. 2016 again? No, Colombia. 2016. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> It's like the same story, yet so many adventures. You have oh, no idea. Yeah. The amount of a, the amount of adventures is like Dora the Exploratrice, never ending PG 18. I was thinking more of Hangover 1, 2, 3 in one movie. Mm. Mm. I'm like, mm, that sounds mm. quite like it. That sounds quite like it. What was it? Mr. So Chang? It was only you two? Mr. Yeah. Chang? Who's, I, I was Mr. Chang for sure. Always us. <laughs> yes. So you have a small penis? Well, I mean, technically. Oh I don't my god! Remember that day where we have that video where we you're like faking to have a oh, small penis with my cotton balls. That's so funny. <laughs> Kids, drugs are bad for you. <laughs> But okay. many adventures. But no, you. See, you, you have, said like, you wanted weird people. There you go. go. Okay, you want to hear a real uh, crazy story? I forgot about Which it. But one? now, since we're talking about harassment and <clears throat> oh, that's crazy. Ob you have to objectation so of women. So you know what she's gonna tell? Yeah. Which one? I don't know what that meant, but no. just say it. Just no, not say that it. One. no, that's another one. Okay, that's crazy. Because we're just okay. So I was at back in the days at Mumba. This is like you were working or you were a client. I was a client. This was like maybe about 13, 14 years ago. So I was about twenty six, twenty seven. How old were you then? Oh, <laughs> she was a little baby. <laughs> you're twenty. Um, yeah, twenty. Twenty one. Twenty one. Yeah. And okay, so I was there with my girlfriend. And we were just having a drink, normal, chilling, minding our own business. Because let me tell you, like, we like to party and everything like that. But most of the times that I've party, I'm just with my whoever I'm with, yeah, like my crew. I'm not really interested that much in mingling or whatever. But this time, I remember clearly I was just there. We we're chilling and we're having a drink. And this guy comes up to me and he's like, oh, no, the, the girl sends the guy sends a girl. There was like a big table. okay, and they had like a thousand bottles, like, you know, those type of guys. And you could tell they all had a look. You, you know what I mean? Leave. Like Hell's Angels type of thing. So he sends because we're there. And then I see the girl like they look at me and I see the girl come to me. And she's like, hey. And I'm like, hey. She's like, what are you guys doing? And we're like, we're having a drink. And it's weird to have a girl come up to you and talk to you, right? So she's like, well, you know, like, uh, the guy there, he really finds you, you good looking. And he's going to give you right now. She shows, she takes out 200 bucks American. She's like, 200 bucks if you take off your panties and you give it to me right now. Ew. What? Like you're, 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 I'm Tankita and I'm dancing all night, sweaty panties. Like, I don't know. Well, wait, 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 I just, I just, Why? Now, this is going to be a stupid question, but it's for the men out there. What were you wearing? Just out of curiosity. I wasn't wearing panties. No, just okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was. I was. <laughs> Mostly, likely. A no, but thong. were you wearing a dress? No, I was no, no, wearing, no. I was wearing, he's like, no, not your, no, not your <laughs> underwear. I wasn't talking about your underwear. I was just wondering if you had this to go to the bathroom. This is not the bathroom at Rouge. <laughs> no, it was See? a dress. See? It was a dress. It was a dress. So it was a dress. So I guess, exactly. So That's I guess in their head, they wanted me out. to slip it out. Exactly. That's why I was asking yeah. the question for the men out there. <laughs> and I'm like, Barely, it was Obviously not jeans. <laughs> no, but maybe she had a cat suit. That's even worse. She has to yeah. go to the bathroom. Right. And like, Who knows? But jeans too, you'd have to go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. How do you take out your jeans? <laughs> so anyway so I look at the girl and I'm like no you know I'm like what a weird I question I like my underwear I was like no and anyway so then she goes back and then she comes she goes and then I'm there with my friend I'm like that is so fucking weird that never happened to me in my life and we're like laughing about it and she comes back 400 
500. Ah, here we go. You see? And I was like, no, <laughs> no. What, what, what's the magic number? Wait, it goes back and forth. It came to a thousand. And then I got mad. So I was like, look. And I went in my purse and I had I had a lot of money on me at that moment. I had cash. I had like a lot of cash. I had like three G's on me. And I went like this. I go, <laughs> I go, I have my own money, honey. I don't need this. And all the guys in the back were like, Whoa! they're all like laughing. And, and she was like, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> she, she's like, do you know how many girls I've seen pull down their panties? So for them, it was a joke. It was like a yeah, thing it's a joke, to be like, because I'm like, I'm telling you, they were like mafia or something like Hell's Angels. They had so that look. You're, t- you're telling all those women that usually do that to wait until it gets to a thousand. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> just push it as much as you can. <laughs> but I'm just saying like it was it was funny, but it was weird at the same time, you know, to know that someone was betting on me. To, to do like to, to do something degrading. She's, she's exactly like every other. You see these yeah. bitches how they are for money. They do anything. That's why the girl was like, "Wow!" Because she was impressed that I refused a thousand. And the cherry on top is when I took out my money and I showed her all my. She money. actually brought the thousand. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. They were giving her money to I come mean, back because yeah. she was. It was like so. It was like you're getting bought. Like okay, just just give it to me, you know. And she was like, "Wow." She's like, do you know how many girls is that I've the seen most take down the degrading their- thing that happened to you? I mean, that was degrading. It was funny in a way, you know, like now I could laugh about it, but it still felt like degrading because I'm just like, ah, you know, like sure. that's what you wanted. And then like, and then, it, but it felt satisfying to say no, especially when I took out my money because I saw all their, their friends just laugh at him. You know, what no, I'm like, wondering is if you would have said yes, let's just say to the thousand, what hmm. would be next? What do you like, mean? Like he would ask for something else after that. He wouldn't just give you a thousand for an underwear and then be like, "Okay, cool, have a good night." Yeah, type for of thing. sure not. <laughs> well, for sure. Basically, he yeah, exactly. He'd buy me or rent me for the night with a thousand. That's it. Wow. But that's what's gross about it. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. it's gross that you know that someone thinks that they have. Like that. honestly, I think if you if they come up to you after and you say no, I think you're in danger. Yeah, you feel scared. It's da- like okay, these guys they're there. They pull out a thousand dollars for you to do anything. It's you're unaware it's private they yeah. are very insisting and then and then let's say you say yes and you take that thousand dollars and then I would run they would <laughs> yeah that's what I mean right like you stay in the club the night ends they come see you yeah and then you have to go home with and them. then yeah no but you have to go home alone or, or whatever you are with and then if you pull down your panties you're probably not with your boyfriend and his crew right so you're probably with girls or you're alone with the two three people if you do that with your boyfriend next to you you're crazy you you fucked up no, you have yeah. no more boyfriend after you, you, that you one. for sure right so Eesh. so basically you have no one you don't have a crew of dudes protecting you at that moment if that's what you decided to if do my girl would be asked to remove her I would remove my you would underwear. lose it right I would remove my underwear to take a thousand bucks that's it, you know, exactly. But then you have a thousand dollars and you're you're basically probably alone or no one can defend you and you're walking a club with someone that you know you have a thousand dollars of theirs. And then they come up to you and they say, You wanna come back, we have an after party and then you say no and then you have to walk to your car. Do you feel safe? No, I can imagine. And mm. plus you're saying that they're e- like you know, not yeah, exactly, right. So you know, like they had the look. You know exactly the vibe. You know, so yeah, it's scary. So that's the same type of gift. Like, why are you really going to take that? Because you know, this is attached to. Oh defenses. no, for sure. There's something else coming after that. All anyway, right. once you say yes, once you bite that apple, you're you're done. Well, once you bite that muffin, <laughs> <laughs> or back to the muffin, even muffin. if it's a good muffin. Yep. Okay. Thousand so, bucks tastes a lot exactly. Than I'm a like a thousand dollars is way better than. A yeah, muffin. but it comes with bigger responsibilities. Probably not, actually. Oof. The guy that you bite his muffin, I think, 
<laughs> Once you tell <laughs> him no, I'll tell you the <laughs> truth. The guy that sends your drink over the bar, or the guy that gives you a thousand bucks for your no, panties, you, is the same shit. Sends you a drink is not the same because maybe he saw something and he offers you a drink. You can refuse. Like accepts. we said, if he's a nice man, yeah, yeah, with he a pure heart. Mad. He'll be chill about it because he'll it. understand that no, that's a sure. possibility. That's but because it, it has happen. happened, it has. But you know what? It's funny though, because here in Montreal or in Canada, the vibe is very different and the approach is very different. Very. I've gone to New York a lot, and I've gone a lot out in New York, like the nightlife. And there, what I noticed is that people have more of a personality. So they'll come up to us and be like, "Hi, how are you? I'm fine. And you? Oh, is this your first time here?" No, I oh yeah, actually I'm from Montreal. Oh wow, that's amazing. Yeah, talk to ah, you. Da, 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 da. Oh great. What do you do? Oh, so I do this. New York people are better than Montreal people. From when I went out to New York for the years that I've gone out, nightlife, yeah. I would say the approach by men was more um how would I say this? But isn't it relative to where you go? Yeah, if you for sure if you go to clubs down, 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 down I'm not gonna go to the boulevard on uh Saint Laurent. Yeah, that's Chabrug. it, you know? You know, like no, no, but that's what I'm saying. Like, let's just say you go to a bar, George, or whatever that is. I don't think a situation like that will happen to you to that extreme. Honestly, so, I for me it had happened anyway. It happened in a yeah. restaurant. Uh, yeah. Men send you, sending bottles of wine, yeah. getting mad because you took the wine and then you refused to go sit down with them. It happened. So you took the wine and then well, you refuse. Yeah, let's say you take the wine. You're like, no, no, you insist, right? You, they send you a bottle of wine. You're like, no, 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 thank you, thank you, and they're like, no, please, please take it. The waitress is like, nah, whatever. She opens it, you know, she wants. She's to gonna make put the it. Sale. That's it. Didn't you have a code two minutes ago, you? What? Code. Do you remember the the, the yeah, rules? Yeah, for mentors. Okay. Not for, I'm <laughs> should, out in a should, restaurant. Should, you know. <laughs> well, no. Okay. So you're sitting down. The and code. Then, and then you're like, oh, thank you so much. You know? So so then what do you do? Like, if you're little girls, you're going to stand up and go, oh, thank you so much for the wine. Of, I mean, like. No, but once you accept, you're fucked. But then you're, no, but listen. You accept the wine. They insist. You say, no, no, no. You insist. They insist. They That's insist. It. And they're like, okay, thank you. You take the wine. All right. And then they come and then they say, oh, thank you very much for the drink, blah, blah, blah. Can we offer you something back? You offer them something back. And then they linger and then they're like, oh, so you guys want to go? So, oh, no, you know what? Us, we're just going to go there or we're going back home or whatever it is. And then they get mad at you. Yeah, because it becomes like this tug of war of, you know, you owe me one. Yeah, but exactly. they insisted so much on you taking that fucking yeah, one. That's what sucks. So, so wait. So let me get back to this story. It's really ironic. I had this conversation with an ex-girlfriend. So she was like oh if I go out I was like if you go out I expect you to be approached you're a beautiful sure. woman mm. I have no problem with that I'm like now it's the way you react to exactly. the approach that is gold here of course. so if a guy comes up to you he's like hey you're beautiful can I offer you a drink no he doesn't know anything like no. he can't tell so right. I, I, I can relate to the guy I for was sure. once that guy well, of course. I still am today but meaning, yeah for her that's it so I see a beautiful girl I I can approach her with respect, of course. Now, if she accepts the drink, she's opening up a door. Of course. Like, or else she's just being, it's not a gold digger, it's just being profiteurs, I guess. Free drink. Because at the end of the day, if because if my girlfriend, if I find out that my girlfriend is accepting drinks from guys at bars, even though she's telling them she has boyfriends, I find that she's tempting the devil here in that sense. Because the guy, I'm not saying that she's going to cheat or anything like that, not at all. I'm just saying that the guy somewhat would have a reason to be mad after all the acceptance of drinks and taking shots together. But that's the problem. Why does he have a reason to be mad? Like you come up. So listen, you. so you're telling me that you can't, you go up to a woman, you think she's beautiful, you offer her a drink. Yes. She says yes. You guys talk for 10 minutes. 
Okay. She tells you she has a boyfriend. She's like, yeah, I'm not interested. I'm going to keep on my, my evening with my friends. Can well, I? Why would you accept? Can I drink? offer you a drink back? Whatever. And then that's it. But why would you accept a drink if you have a boyfriend? Because don't, don't okay, you find okay that no, but here's the here's a question: Why is offering a drink to someone instantly saying that you should no, no, but sleep with them? But you can't forget about it. No, no I'm not sleeping with them at all. Whoa. What what I mean is why is accept why can't you ha share a drink with somebody without it with needing to be sex? Of in, why why what is what does that mean? You don't do you talk offer to drinks people? to men just like that. I don't do it. Okay, but who does? Who do you know that does? You know, for no, the, it's, like, I mean, it's like the rules with your mentors, right? I don't agree you. Said with you said because you know that it might happen, you avoid it completely. Yes. Same way. But you're in the bar. You're all together. Let's just say me and you are dating. We're at a bar. Yeah. You go to the bar yeah. for whatever to go yeah. to order drinks. Yeah. This guy doesn't know. He didn't see us together. Yeah. He approaches oh, you. No, that's weird. Of course, you're there with me. That's so weird. But So why is it weird when I'm not there? Because you're socializing. You're four girls at the bar. A bunch of guys, they come, they offer ah, drinks. offering you take drinks drugs, to everybody. But let's say to everybody. Like, okay, I mean, it depends. Exactly. It depends. Like, you feel it when it's just like, there are some guys that go out and they just love to spend money. No, you no, just want to yeah, buy drinks. Do you know what I'm but, saying? But that's for your crew. Yeah. Exactly. Sometimes. But it comes and aims for you directly. Personally, I would most likely say no. Because I wouldn't want but to you even give no, that possibility. But, that, but you say no because you know it comes with strings attached. Exactly. It's like that muffin. No. The whole point of saying no <laughs> and the whole point of you feeling awkward if, a, if your woman accepts a drink is the fact that it comes with strings attached. If people were able to have discussions over coffee or drinks that had no strings attached, no one would have a problem That's accepting true. that drink and interacting with that other person. Yeah, but his approach, big, okay, so there's a big difference where there's there's a correlation, indirect correlation. So when I approach you, let's just say on Instagram for business, uh, my purpose is for business. If I approach you in a bar, It's not to know what shampoo you use. No. Okay, no. so that means I find you pretty in any way or form. Right. It's not because you... And then you perfume. talk for 10 minutes. Yeah, but that's the thing. You know him. He approached you because he found you attractive. He didn't approach you because you were glowing and I want to know what kind of product you're using. So straight from the get-go, you should just put a barrier there. That's my issue here. Well, yeah, but it's just because there is no other way in hell a man will offer a drink to a woman than for that. You understand? But that's my point. But what uh, I mean I is never, that uh, that's what's wrong. I would wrong. never offer a drink. Just but what's, to that's offer what's a drink. wrong. That's what's wrong. You understand so? what I mean? Why would I offer a drink? Because you you never feel like talking with people you think that are interesting. But I'm I'm not there alone. So I'm there with friends. Like she said, when she goes out, she has her crew. So you're focused on your crew. I'm not going out at a bar alone and I'm like, hey, let me socialize. Well, hey, you want a drink? Type of thing. I'm not alone. I'm with friends. So if I approach you, if I stop talking to my friends to come and offer you a drink, is because I find you attractive. I find you interesting. You remind me of whatever reason. Clearly, it's not because I'm bored type of thing. Mm -hmm. So that's why, again, like I said, in a business situation, that's where it gets a little bit, there's a little bit more complicated determining if it's for business or for pleasure type of thing. And sometimes it's both, right? Mm -hmm. But in a bar, social event, a guy approaches you and says, hey, can I offer you a drink? It's not because he's being friendly. Straight off the bat. Well, first of all, I think it's a bit... Is it rare a guy just comes at you and you're there with your girlfriends and then just like you, you just get Would a Would he do that if you had a man next to you? No, they won't. Why, do you think? No, but I agree with you. That's but what it. I mean is the, the, the problem is not that what you're stating the problem is the fact that there is no other situation where someone would want to offer a drink to somebody it's only because they want to fuck 
That's the problem. Not necessarily fuck her. Oh, okay, okay. Maybe he just wants that with respect again. With re- yes, I can I know. approach her, offer it's a fine. drink to a girl but with respect. Yes, okay, fine. You approach her with respect because you think she's pretty and you'd like to talk to her That's after. It. Get to know her. Right. If she says, I'll accept your drink, but I have a boyfriend. But here's here's what it is, right? What do you do? I think you? it's unfair. How so? I will tell you why. Oh, it's unfair. No, it's unfair because how do you create relationships with new people? And Not create- in the bar. You've never what? You've never met interesting people in the bar in your life. Yes, I did. Okay. Single. So, no, listen. You're how do you meet people that have businesses that could work? I've met tons of people that I've met in On bars. <laughs> no, what I mean is that you've met tons of people that I've met in bars yes. that I end up having real business relationships with. Fair enough. All right. Why two men in a bar can interact, meet each other at the bar and then come out of there with a business relationship? Why can a man and a woman do that? I can do that. Why too. is it weird? Why is it why is our burden to be able to refuse to okay. talk to anybody that thinks what. we're attractive and we keep no and then we have to keep ourselves from building relationships with other people. But you're making this one line. So you, these two men that you're talking about that are making this business. So they're in a bar, they don't know each other and they start talking to each other. What one offered a drink no, to but the other? Somebody tells you. Yes, tells me what. Okay. I, she's pretty. I'm going to talk to her. No, no, forget about that part. I'm talking about the two men. Yeah. So this guy is here chilling with his friend on on his left. You've never seen two guys bartended for years? Wait, wait, wait. wait. Yes, it happens. No, no, but... They start talking. I worked at a club too. Well, there you go. But the the approach is, yeah, an element déclencheur. It could be anything. Anything. It could be anything. The same way it goes with women. I've spoken to women that I wasn't interested in parce qu'il y a eu un élément déclencheur. As simple as there was this girl once, I ordered five shots of tequila for my friends but they all were somewhere else so she comes up she's like so it's because of you I'm not getting served and I look at her I'm like here's a drink simple as that she laughed we started talking there was no interest no nothing l'élément déclencheur but if a guy comes up crosses the bar okay so you're talking about a one specific time in a, a lifetime where you're alone at the bar and then a no, guy no, comes straight guy at comes, you if there's a joke if there's happens. something in common if somebody comes and sees you uh, and then she do? accepts a drink from that guy because of a common joke you're no, mad that's, at her that's not the same thing well that's not the same thing well what I mean is that your your example is so narrow so if somebody approaches you says oh, I've seen you at L'Oeil du Dragon for example well, yeah. let me offer you a drink yeah and that, yeah. that that's one thing that's yeah that's what if he crosses the bar to that's come? Different because what if a, he crosses a, the bar to tell me that he's, yeah, he still thinks okay. I'm pretty? Why would he come and say that to but me? Maybe he just wanted to be sure that you were the person that was. That's and then he offers me do. a drink, and then I accept it. Yeah. Does that make me? How no, does but that, that doesn't make mean you? he he's interested in something else? So what I'm trying to tell you is that the guy that will come across the bar to offer you a drink will probably think of a savvy answer to accompany it with it. So why is it so wrong for you to accept because that drink? Because one is personal and one is vague. Like I said, if I don't know you... But why is it my burden to decide what, what he... Well, if you'll know the first two seconds. If he says hi or hello... No, you won't. That's the thing. Because there, les, les hommes peuvent venir dans un bar puis commencer à dire justement, « Ah, oh, est-ce que c'est toi qui, qui est passé là? Ah, oh, est-ce que c'est toi que j'ai vu ça? » Ou peu importe la raison, peu importe le punchline qui Donc, tu vois qu'à ils peuvent... Mais c'est ça l'affaire, c'est que... C'est Montréal et social media. C'est tout pas mal tout le temps vrai. Le problème à la base, c'est que quand t'es une fille en couple, tu devrais pas accepter un verre d'un homme qui vient puis que tu, qui veut juste t'aborder juste comme fille, ça. Même ça marche des deux côtés. Là. Mais si il y a un homme qui vient puis qui me dit « Ah, toi, je pense que je t'ai vu sur Instagram, tu vends ci, tu vends ça. Oui, c'est moi. Ah, cool, est-ce que je peux t'offrir un verre puis on peut continuer à discuter? » C'est peut-être un 
client potentiel, c'est peut-être un ami potentiel, ah ouais. ça peut être n'importe quoi comme mmh. contact, puis moi, ouais. j'aime socialiser, Mais puis je ça. trouve que c'est important de socialiser, donc oui, je vais l'accepter okay. en parlant, je vais lui dire, oui, je suis en couple, non, 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 non. Le problème, c'est, est-ce qu'il va dire, oh, ok, parfait, ben... Mais c'est les risques reste, du métier à la fin de la journée. On reste en contact, ou oh, parfait, je te laisse à distance, ou eux qui vont dire, ah, oh, mais non, mais pourquoi, mais si, mais pourquoi ça... Pourquoi t'as pris mon drink, non, pourquoi nanana? Non, 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 One sec. Mais là, l'affaire, mm. c'est que je ne dis pas que c'est mauvais ou pas bien. C'est juste que tu ne peux pas être surprise. Mais c'est ça le problème. C'est que on OK, pourquoi on est obligé d'avoir ce mindset-là? C'est ça que je ne comprends Parce pas. Parce que tu es dans un bar et les gars vont là-bas pour chasser. C'est aussi simple que ça. Mais pas nous. Nous, ouais. on s'en va non, pour avoir du ça, bon temps. Mais c'est comme un C'est comme pour nous empêcher. Mais il y a des hommes aussi qui Why should you say no? OK, somebody comes to you because he thinks he wants to flirt. And finally, he yes. discovers you have a boyfriend and then he loves the work that you do. And now he wants to become someone that either you work with or somebody that becomes a friend of somebody that so has some, someone to share. I'll give you the same example. I was in the village. I went to see my friend who works in stereo. Normal. There's a guy who comes. He offers a verse. I said no. Period. But because you're not gay. Why do you assume that automatically? Why do you want to socialize? Mais pourquoi, mais non, pas parce de que vrai, vrai, pourquoi tu veux pas Mais la raison, c'est pourquoi toi, tu veux pas socialiser? Mais parce que je veux même pas le lead. I don't want to lead him on in any way or form. That's okay. it. It's as simple as that. Puis l'autre la, question aussi, c'est est-ce que ça t'arrive souvent d'être dans un bar gay? Actually, oui. Très souvent. Très souvent. Je sors pas beaucoup déjà à la base. Tu sais, l'affaire, c'est que nous, peu importe le bar où on va, oui. ça se passe. Partout. Peu importe okay. le restaurant où tu vas. Toi, c'est quand tu vas dans un bar gay, c'est ça qui t'arrive. Non, okay? je t'ai donné juste un exemple. Non, mais l'exemple, c'est juste parce que pour toi, c'est un moment super spécifique. Il faut que tu sois dans un bar gay pour que. Pas du tout. Je donnais un exemple parce que je m'attendais à ce qu'elle me dise la même chose. C'était ça. C'était un petit piège que j'ai fait parce que je savais qu'elle allait me dire, mais parce que t'es pas gay. Mais c'était ça le principe. Mais parce que si tu serais dans un bar normal, peut-être que tu aurais, aurais accepté euh, un verre le de quelqu'un. Oui, tu aurais dit, oh, qui t'aurait dit, oh, toi, c'est pas toi qui fais les pas. Like, mais peut-être qu'une conversation va arriver. Like, 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 it's not like he's gonna come up to you and be like, let me buy you. Yeah, guys, they have a bottle there. Don't start talking to me. Two guys, even if a guy comes and offers me, let's just say we have. But I've seen that between guys. A million times. That's after 30 minutes. Well, whatever, whatever. He's a fan. We're a fan. We start complaining about something, whatever. I'm drinking my drink. You're drinking your drink. I'm not going to offer shit. After 30, 40 minutes, he's like, Toi, en passant, ton accent, il vient d'où? It happened to me a million of times. Tu viens d'où? Ah, ta, ta, ta. Moi, je viens de là. Okay, cheers, cheers, cheers. C'est quoi? Une ronde de shot pour tout le monde. So your only, your only criteria now is that it's been 30 minutes that you're sitting there? No, because there's, it's not straight it's like up. It's like a build-up. Okay, so the man, yeah, exactly. the, the man that will come to you, to us will have an excuse or will oh, have had a build-up. These guys that we're talking about specifically have a specific goal. They're not going to wait 30 minutes. But why don't, why aren't we trusted to redirect that in the right way after? Exactly. Why, why am I not trusted to say, hey, this guy approached me because he wants to hit on me. Mm -hmm. Let me let me see if I can redirect this towards either a, a friendship, a business relationship, or two people that follow each other on Facebook okay. because they have common interest. Mm -hmm. And then you just, you see if But you how cannot do you determine that. Because by talking, by talking, by yeah, conversating. So after 30 minutes, after you went in, there's actually foundation. No, they come to you straight off the bat. And like, they offer you a bat. They offer you a they offer you a drink. Yes. And you're like, oh, hey, you know, I'll have a drink. This is my friend. She's Blanquita. This is my other friend. Uh, Mona, she's there. What's your name? You guys are talking. It's like, hey, you're really cute. Oh, no, you know what? I have a boyfriend, blah, blah, blah. It's like, oh, okay, that's fine. What do you do in life? I, oh, I do coffee. Oh, you know what? I used to have a bar. Okay. And then you start talking together. Yeah. And, and then, then you add each other on Facebook. How many times did that happen? A million a, times. Many times. Oh. Because I think it really depends. So it's more than 85%. 
What do you mean? So, okay. Okay, so for every million times that this happened in a nice time, it happened five million times that a disgusting guy approached yeah. you. So, so it's a question of actually probabilities. It's as simple as that. If I put my hand on the fire and one time out of 10, it doesn't burn, I'm still not going to put my hand on the fire. That's my point here. But okay, It's to avoid I've met situation. amazing people yes. that way uh -huh. that, thank God, I accepted to talk to. Alors, c'est les risques du métier à la fin de But la that's journée. what I was just going to say that. It's taking a risk and it's also knowing, like, we're in business. So when you're in business, you learn to develop psychology and tact mm -hmm. very fast. Fair so enough. you can detect as soon as someone starts the conversation, the tone of the voice, on the way that yeah. they're being postured, on the way that they're looking in your eyes, like, I'll 100%. read that in a bit, you know? So let's say if we do wind up having a drink where we talk, then I know the intention that I'm going to give out is strictly professional because I see that there could be a possibility there. Right. If I see that after it's not working, now after that one drink That's I'm out it. I'm done mm -hmm. right because yeah. I won't lead it on to that That's because it. sometimes it depends on how it's being approached exactly. right and like I said us we're businesswomen so we're always looking for you All know time. A, a deal we're always looking for a client we're always looking for an opportunity right. I've learned in my life Just a friend not to that close gives doors you, that gives you a contact. a contact like I've had people that have approached me guys that have approached me that after wound up being friends who actually brought me a lot of clients there fair enough go. did they and start that conversation with let me offer you a drink oh it happens yeah. very much time I have but a list it was, of people it was, like it was the tact it wasn't like in a creepy way or oh. they weren't all like you all can drunk. see it just avec le regard d'un homme tu peux le voir comment comment il te regarde mais déjà à la base si t'approches pour te donner un verre c'est parce que tu l'intéresses là maintenant oui, mais, tu lui dis mais non. la question c'est pourquoi c'est mal de commencer une relation un interchange avec quelqu'un c'est pas mal non mais regarde quelqu'un qui tu plais à quelqu'un cette personne-là vient oui. te parler et t'offre un drink, oui. pourquoi c'est mal de prendre le temps de se prendre ce drink-là puis d'évaluer si t'es pas capable de recadrer cette personne-là comme étant une relation qui va être autre chose que pour de la cruise recadrer ok d'accord ben ok tu viens voir je te trouve vraiment cute hey de, ok mais tu sais j'ai un chum blablabla ah qu'est-ce que tu fais dans la vie ah ben moi j'ai un restaurant c'est-tu vrai moi je suis dans le café je dis ah oui pour vrai hey j'ai de la misère à mousser mon lait là tu te parles puis à un moment donné tu vas au restaurant puis and then he never talk to you again so à la fin de la journée c'est les risques du métier comme je dis ça veut dire que les, les chances que ça ça arrive peu importe ça soit sont minimes ok d'accord mais les autres fois que le gars ouais. se fâche t'as pris ton drink puis t'es parti pourquoi il va se fâcher? C'est ça que je comprends non, pas. c'est toi qui m'as dit. Moi, je... Non, non, ce que, <rire> je, ce que je veux dire, c'est que... No, what I mean is what's wrong you is that the fact that angry. he gets mad... Yes, why do they get mad if it's the risk du métier that she says no? Mais non, mais lui, c'est pas... Lui, OK. Puis même si t'es intéressé, puis il est intéressé. Puis après 30, 40 minutes, t'intéresses plus. D'accord. Qui fait dans la vie, tu Mais ça, t'as pas de chum, ça. OK, t'as pas de chum, puis il C'est exactement ça. Célibataire, tu fais qu'est-ce que tu veux. À la fin de la journée, là, tu... tu, tu But you're not, you're not following the thread. No, the thread is here is would you appreciate or approve or the, would he have a reason, your boyfriend, husband, fiance, whatever, to disagree with that approach? Now, I know that you women are businesswomen, yet you say that a lot of times men are being disrespectful after you accept that first drink. Yeah. So stop accepting that first drink. And pass on the opportunity of the mm -hmm. one out of ten that were mm -hmm. actually great people to meet? Yes. No. Parce que la majorité no. des hommes vont nous approcher premièrement pour le physique. C'est right. sûr. C'est sûr. Puis c'est sûr okay. qu'une femme qui est, beau, qui est belle et qui a un business, mal, malheureusement, mm. mais a plus de chances de se faire approcher qu'une femme qui est je vais pas me faire m'empêcher de rencontrer des gens géniaux parce que il y en a une coupe qui vont être caves. Moi, je fais mais bien sûr que tu peux. Pourquoi les caves sont caves Parce que moi, je fais des meal prep, right Mais mon Instagram, je suis super influenceuse. Je suis confortable avec mon corps. Je mets des photos sexy, right Donc, en premier, ils ont jamais goûté ma bouffe. 
la première chose qu'ils vont faire, c'est me DM parce que mon look est beau. Parce que j'ai l'air... Puis ensuite, ils voient ma... Ensuite, ils goûtent ma bouffe. Donc, déjà, à la, à la base, ils vont m'approcher parce que j'ai le look. Mais tu le fais aussi un peu exprès. Ça change tout pas. ça. Mais ben. là, tu viens juste de le dire, théoriquement. Tu fais des ben. looks sexy. Encore là, il n'y a pas de mal. C'est du marketing. Aujourd'hui, en 2020... C'est pas du marketing, c'est juste que j'aime ça m'habiller bien, puis être belle, puis prendre soin de moi. Mais qu'est-ce que ça rapporte avec ta bouffe? Non, mais c'est ça l'affaire. Mais ça rapporte avec sa bouffe parce qu'elle travaille sur son brand personnel. Pourquoi? C'est ça, c'est son branding. C'est exactement ça. Mais ton brand à toi, ça peut être véhiculé de 75 façons. If it's the girl who's 9 to 5 working in accounts payable and she's doing all that, you know what I'm saying? It's different. Like, why are you, what's your opportunity there? Like, what's your reason? Like Jay-Z said it best, I'm not a businessman, I'm a business. Man, in the sense that he's branding himself mm -hmm. however way now if you're branding yourself and then you're like oh I get the eyes of other people while I'm doing sexy poses like you said or whatever ça vient main en main là mais non, ah, non mais pourquoi est-ce que le manque de respect vient ça. Main... De mal de respect, non mais ben en face si tu mets des photos sexy, ça vient avec des gars qui t'approchent et des gars qui se fâchent et qui te manquent de respect. Et parce que tu que dois accepter ça. C'est pas ça que j'ai dit. That's what you're saying. No, no, yes. no, 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 no. That's exactly yeah, what you're saying. Non, because yes. she said, les gens m'approchent à cause de mon physique. Pour uh -huh. ma alors, pour, alors, les gens qui t'approchent de façon respectueuse, on a déjà expliqué qu'on était gentil, qu'on répondait, puis mm -hmm. qu'on essayait de changer la conversation pour les amener, pour voir si c'est des gens qui pouvaient rentrer dans d'autres spectres. Que quelqu'un qui me dit « Hey, sexy girl, um, est-ce que je pourrais commander des repas? » C'est pas la même chose que euh, « Bonjour, j'ai vu, vu tes, tes meals, ils ont l'air super bons, je serais intéressée à savoir les prix. » C'est pas le, le même tact, c'est pas la même approche. Tout à fait d'accord avec toi. Mm. Tout à fait d'accord, but that's not what I said though. Parce que elle, elle so bien say pris... it again. Ok, I'll say it slowly. <rire> Peut-être même en français. So, elle, elle avait dit au départ que les gens viennent l'approcher pour les meal prep. And yes, she puts sexy pictures. Et là, j'ai juste dit, mais tu le fais un peu exprès, parce que oui. ça attire des potentiels clients. Ok. Ça dès qu'elle le fait consciemment. Non, parce que je me dis pas, oh, je vais poster une bikini comme ça, je vais avoir des nouveaux clients. Non. Je me dis jamais ça. Je me dis, je vais poster une bikini, en photo parce en bikini, parce que je bikini. suis belle, je suis sexy, puis why en not? Pourquoi le montrer? Pourquoi pas le montrer au monde? Mais pas parce que pourquoi je me dis pas. Pourquoi le montrer au monde? Mais pourquoi pas? C'est la question. Mais je vous la pose la question. Pourquoi le montrer au monde? Mais pourquoi pas? Pourquoi pas être fier de, de, de tout ce qu'on a achieve, de, de, notre, de notre corps? Moi, je travaille être fort. Être fier, là, il n'y a personne qui t'empêche d'être fier. Moi, mais en réalité, qu'est-ce qui qu m'intrigue? Puis encore là, maybe I'm a little bit... Je suis plus vieux. Les réseaux sociaux, c'est nouveau pour moi entre nous. Là. Ça fait juste cinq ans que je connais ça parce que j'étais en couple pendant 12 ans et j'ai découvert Facebook, ça fait cinq ans littéralement. Mais encore là, je ne dis pas que c'est mauvais ou bien. En réalité, je pose la question juste par curiosité. C'est qu'être fier, being proud of yourself, is between you, you and you. It's pretty much like religion, right? It's between you and God at the end of the day. Tu fais qu ce que tu veux et ainsi de suite. Now, tu veux le partager, ça t'appartient à la fin de la journée. Il n'y a personne, en tout cas, mm -hmm. c'est certainement pas moi qui va te dire c'est bien Mais ou pas bien. Fait que But now you're asking why, why do you have the need? And I think that this is also a point of view. It could be cultural because you feel yeah. and think a certain way because you were raised a certain way mm -hmm. to look. And I know it because I was, you know, married with an LG. <laughs> so, and I'm not saying it in, in any shape or form. It's just, it's a culture because there are men out there uh -huh. that 
love it when their women show off and they want their women to dress sexy, you know, yeah. and it could be a cultural thing. I was with an Arab man and he didn't even want me wearing a tank top. I could have never worn this with him. Fair enough. Because for him, he, he me disait ça, mais pourquoi tu dois montrer ta peau? Pourquoi tu dois, pourquoi les hommes, de, they have to look at your skin, t'es ma femme, ça, ça m'appartient à moi. Ça, oh, je dis, ok, ben, wow, calme-toi là, je suis pas en train de me vendre au coin de rue. Okay. I, go, I go, because I'm wearing a camisole means I'm what? I'm less of a woman, but he would see it as like the worst thing. And I'm not saying maybe because he's Algerian, because like Latinos, Latinos or Chinese or whatever, they can have a certain mentality. Person, but there are certain other men that you do see their women showing their asses and they are proud of that. So I so think it's a question. Right? None. It's, it's a question of perspective That's and it's being in harmony with what you feel is right for you. Okay. So right? Okay, so if, so you if I ask feel you, why is it right for you? To wear a shorter, less yes. t-shirt because she makes, she looks good and she Because I feel better. Yeah. Because I felt yeah, disgusting when I was... a simple question. No, yeah. no, 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 but I'm, no, no, no. But I'm saying because I feel better because I lived it and I tried to accept that way of thinking. Mm -hmm. I tried to accept it whether it was on a religious, uh, whether it was on our our, uh, our level as husband and wife, you know, and I tried to understand his point of view to see it in that sense, like what you said. But pourquoi? Why no, do you have to show because it? Because everybody's through that but then narcissism it goes, today, right? It's it depends on how it's being done. You can do it in a narcissistic way, like look at me, like wow. But I mean, at the end of the day, if you're proud of something, you shouldn't feel ashamed of having to hold it back in whatever shape or form that it comes with. But that's what I find very interesting. So holding it back. So not holding it back means you have to put it on social media. Is that what you're telling Well, for example, before the social media, women would like, look at the girls, how they would dress in the 70s with their little booty shorts and the little yeah, stuff. There was enough. no social media, but they would still dress like that. And yeah. that was still a thing. So yeah, the, the argument back then would have been like, why do you have to dress like that? No, but that's, so, not, that's not the argument I'm making now. I'm actually curious today, this whole... Because it's there. It's there. Social media is there. Like I said, we're okay. creatures can, of habit. I just said it before. We're creatures of habit and we adapt. And the habit We adapt. Is, and the habit is now that it, that's what it is. That's what it is right now, right? And now all these new kids that are coming up, that's all they're going to know. So, you know, your conversation... So is that right or wrong? It's maybe like right for parent, the time. for example, you as a parent, right? Mm -hmm. You have a responsibility towards your child right. to teach them foundations, rules, values, whatever, right? right. Whatever that might be. Uh, respect... Whatever, mm -hmm. at the end of the day. So how do you determine what is, is it cultural? Is it, in the sense, women, men? Is it, you understand? Like, because this truth, a truth should be truth for all. Because right. I'm not talking necessarily about women. I'm even talking about those men with, you know, those training things. There's no truth for all, you know, it depends on everybody's values. Mm -hmm. That's it. Like, There's for no example, truth, like, why is true truth for all? Oh, before 15, it's wrong to be on social media. Before 18, you cannot show. Uh, I never said that. But no, but what? <laughs> no, no, because but truth you're... for all meaning that it should be so foundations, right? You should not kill. Well, no, that's truth for everybody. Yeah. Well, right? That's what I mean by your, that. Your foundation depends on your values, and values mm -hmm. depend on, so, okay, on, on your society. No, but and certain and, foundations should not disrespect people. Should not kill people. Oui, mais quand ça vient people. à toi et ton expression, ouais, that doesn't liberté, enter, that doesn't even go there. La, la mm -hmm. faire comme tu veux. That's it. Puis maintenant qu'on a les réseaux sociaux qui sont pas juste négatifs, parce qu'il y a pas juste, oui, il y a peu importe les photos, mais um, ça encourage aussi beaucoup de femmes à être beaucoup plus 
confiante, confiante. You know, like to post for a woman that has suffered with insecurity for her to be like, you know what? I've been working at my body and I feel very mm. proud of myself because a lot of women you see that are drop dead gorgeous sometimes wind up being the most insecure people at all. Yet the, and the they insecurity don't, levels and are they higher don't, now because of this. Well, sometimes it just, they feel that they need Everybody has to heal probably differently. And some people need to feel that they, for them, just the fact, like I'm on this app, it's called Fastic. It's a fasting app to lose weight and to get healthy. So a lot of people, it's, I have a group on Facebook that I join and they post pictures of themselves, you know, when they were really heavy. Mm. And like, sometimes it's like in an underwear and a bra or whatever, guys That's too, group, just, private group. yeah, exactly. And, you know, and. And then you'll see like another girl, she'll post a picture because she lost so much weight and she's in her bikini. She's like, oh my God, guys, like I can't believe mm -hmm. that I'm finally getting to do this. Like I'm shaking while I'm writing it's this post. I'm so happy that I'm actually like, I feel so proud of myself. And then everyone's like, yay, you know? So it, it depends. I think life is through intention. It's right. You're going to go to court. You're going to go to any court and they're going to try to determine intention mm -hmm. before that they can come to something because it goes deep set into what you want out of this. What do you want out Definitely. of this, right? What's the point? What's the driving force behind it? Is it because you want to help yourself heal from a, a distorted vision that you have of yourself and that you're actually finally getting to see who you really are and you feel proud of that? And maybe you do want to scream it to the world, you know? Maybe that's your source of outlet because that's what's normal now. Oh, no, no. Because that's our, Again, our, our thing, you know? Some people don't do it. And like I said, I've seen different types of but the example you gave was a specific group and everybody that's in that group or it's all for moral support or for motivation or or like even girls that I follow that like they have like these amazing bodies but then they're like this is how I look in this pose and you see their body looks nice and they're like but this is how I look in this pose you know mm -hmm. and like a lot of times they, they've been bringing more awareness to that because they realize that all the girls that were just posting beautiful pictures and their angles and sucking in their stomach looked amazing you know like it or not in a sense it brought depression up right yes, exactly. it brought depression up because then that's the whole thing the challenge me is not trying to you know um how would i say compare yourself you know no but actually if you see the evolution of the movement even for the women and like specifically for the women movement right now it's like you know remember that the hashtag i woke up like this uh, i woke up like this or i woke up this morning like this or whatever mm -hmm. meaning no makeup no nothing right it's because there's so many how can I call it? Uh, there's so many shades, so many filters now that people can't take anymore what's real and what's fake, right? Mm -hmm. Add the whole Kardashian thing with the, you know, the, the smoking mirrors and stuff like that. And then it's putting pressure because remember way back in the 80s where models were skinny? Yeah, like Kate and Moss and everybody started trying, going anemic, exactly. bulimic, and that was a so huge thing. So that was putting thing. a lot of pressure on society and everyday women because yeah. they weren't feeling comfortable in their body. Of course. Now the evolution of that is like now we're going for a little bit more thicker... But it's like still the impossible body. It's exactly. the tiny little waist with a big fat ass, you know, and like. Exactly. Eh. Because at the end of the day, you're battle. I have, I have issues with my body. Everybody has issues with their body. I just find this generation of whatever. Like I said, you were in a specific group. So it was for motivation, for tools to help out and to see what you can do to evolve. Yet social media today are putting the bar so high for men, for women, for everything. Right. Mm -hmm. Even for kids. My kids, when they're looking at TikTok and they want to do the same thing, and I'm right. like, this is, whoa. This guy's influential. That's it, influential. Right. So I have big issues with this new trends. Everybody's a Instagram influencer. Mm -hmm. Because at one point, you have to take responsibility. Because if you're faking it until you make it, you remember that expression? Yeah. That was shocking to me. So you're going to fake it until you make it. But people don't know that. Mm -hmm. So it's putting a lot more pressure. So at the end, what I'm trying to figure out today is 
is one outweigh the other or not? Because I know there's people that are just doing that to motivate other people and the intent, like you said. Mm-hmm. But does it outweigh all those fakers out there until they make it and they have well, an agenda? Honestly, honestly, like, why, why don't we just accept that everybody is allowed to post whatever they feel is good for them and for the people that are following them? Because it influences people. People commit depression, suicide. But how it, is that your responsibility? So if you write so a you're hateful to, text on Instagram and people, somebody... A hateful text? Let, We're say, talking about a girl I'm posting bikini pictures. I'm just going with extremes to just validate the point. I can go with specific, but then it goes 50-50 type of thing, right? Because my question at the end of the day is, are influencers responsible for their influence? I think everybody is responsible for whatever they feed themselves. And I think parents are responsible for what kids feed themselves. No, they're not. Because me, if I post pictures that I worked really hard to have that body, mm-hmm. and some people could just see that as a motivation and just start working out and go. And others, because they they just are so negative and this is not your fault, are just going to see that and just hate th- themselves more. And maybe they're going to like kill themselves or whatever but is it your fault no because no. you ha- you ha- you no, are definitely. confident and he's not or she's not it's not no right so Cause, not, cause... i'm not responsible for for how people feel looking at my stuff i can't be responsible like, unless, for that. unless you're saying things to influence a group of people to do something then yeah the you are you know exactly but i mean if you're living Monsieur, Madame, tout le monde, I don't care. Like, if you mm-hmm. have a thousand followers, I could care right. less. But it's like those influencers that have that crazy body. Right. They say they're training, yet they have plastic But they're not, exactly. The <laughs> so like that's the people girls are putting pressure. They're buying their product, taking their pills, whatever they're selling nowadays. Or going but, to get surgery. But, but <laughs> it's, so why are we putting more responsibility on that girl doing her social media fake thing, getting surgery and doing that? Why are we putting more pressure on her, her, uh, on her responsibility than all the brands that are actually creating that? Right, brands? Uh, the brands that are behind all of this, right? This girl's not doing that to sell nothing, right? She's selling something. It's she's probably a brand. It's probably a product. Okay. okay. Why sure. are we not putting all that pressure on the fashion industry, perpetrating so, these things? So, okay, perfect. So you guys, actually, both of you are selling a product right now, mm-hmm. right? You said you tried it. Right. Yes. Now, how many people do you know mm-hmm. that could get approached with money? They're like, listen. You have 10,000 followers, 20,000 followers. I would like you to sell or be an ambassador for my product. Mm-hmm. There is one question you need to ask. Is it harmful for the people that are buying it? Exactly. And are you... Are you are How many people do ask that question? That's what I'm no, saying. But you have a check. You as a person... Yeah. Oh, that is a question you Well, need then that's to your answer. moral responsibility. Because even the Kardashians, at one point, they got caught in a scandal because one of the product was child labor. I don't know what the hell. Okay. And there was like chemicals or something like that. Yet it came with a check of 2.3 million, let's just say. Right, because those are big checks because they're that, big endorsers that's, too. That's what I'm so saying. So we're talking about really big influencers. Well, if you make that money, yeah. you know, if you get to that level, yes, you should have a team of people that yeah. make sure that no, whatever product you're... Yeah. So they should, they, should be, on, on they should be responsible then for whatever they're selling. Well, no, because look, it, on va prendre le même exemple, Kim Kardashian, maybe peut-être qu'elle promote tout ça, le, sex, le, le, le beau corps avec les mauvais produits, mais... Je veux dire, ces décisions sont pas, je sais pas que je la défends, mais elle est quand même, elle est devenue avocate, elle a quand même essayé de faire changer du monde. Je veux dire, peut-être que pour toi, c'est une joke, mais elle a quand même fait un changement. 
Puis en tant que femme, elle est comme... Elle fait un changement comment, je comprends bien. Ben elle, a fait, elle a fait sortir des gens de prison. Elle l'a aidée. OK. Que ça soit parce qu'elle est fameuse pour quelle raison ou pour son argent, à la fin de la journée, c'est ses intentions. Puis en tant que personne, toi, tu dois voir les... Ces personnes-là... Avec cette logique-là, Donald Trump, c'est un sauveur. Non. Pour de vrai, en ce moment, dans ton débat, tu mélanges tout. Ah bon? Ouais. Okay. OK. Parce qu'on demande, est-ce que, est que je suis responsable du produit que je vais mettre en vente sur mm -hmm. mes médias sociaux? Je suis responsable de m'assurer que ce produit-là ne va pas causer du tort physique au, 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 au niveau de la santé des gens à qui je les vends. Mais après ça, la question de juste avant ça, c'est est-ce qu'elle, elle est responsable de la jeune fille qui se sent mal dans son pas corps pour tout. avoir posé... Ben, Écoute, tu nous as, as dit, toi, tu n'es pas responsable de ce que tu poses sur les médias sociaux après avoir posté une photo sexy. Hein? Non, mais... Non, mais c est, c est, c est... Depuis tantôt, tu oui. nous as posé la question. Oui. Est-ce que, est que tu as une responsabilité, toi qui mets une photo de toi en bikini, à penser aux gens qui veulent se suicider parce que la pression est trop haute, parce qu'on prétend être des choses qu'on n'est pas? OK? Ça, c'est oui, une ça, chose. Pas son cas, elle. elle, elle falsifie pas les affaires. Elle, dans son cas, elle, j'ai dit. Si elle le falsifiait. Oui, mais c'était. Puis, tu sais, mettons sur quelqu'un. Ton débat, il est basé en deux. Là. Sa responsabilité sociale envers les photos sexy qu'elle pose, parce que c'est vrai ou c'est pas vrai qu'elle a ce corps-là par rapport à la pression mentale que ça met sur les autres filles, c'est une chose. Et le débat de savoir si tu es responsable du produit que tu vends en mettant ces photos-là, c'est une autre chose. On peut pas les mélanger en même temps. Mais j'ai pas mélangé. Mais Elle, bien quand sûr. Glissé, mais OK. <rire> Bro. Un instant, un instant. So, quand j'ai parlé de elle, parce que c'est peut-être dur à suivre, mais quand je parlais de elle, c'est qu'elle, elle avait dit qu'elle vendait la bouffe. Oui. Puis après, elle mettait des photos sexy. Puis oui. j'ai dit, tu le fais d'une façon, tu le réalises. Exprès. Comme oui. si je faisais exprès de poster des photos pour avoir des clients. Mais même s'il voilà. le faisait. Même si c'est pas ça. Il n'y avait pas de responsabilité Mais c'est ça, 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 ça que je te dis, c'est que tu as pris la même conversation puis tu as pris l'exemple de elle qui met des photos. Ouais, ça à quelque chose d'autre, c'est tout. OK, c'est parce que quand tu reviens sur ton point, tu mélanges les deux. Donc, les gens, les influenceurs ont une responsabilité par rapport aux produits qu'ils vendent, mais ils n'ont pas de responsabilité par rapport à la pression psychologique que ça met sur les autres de mettre des photos sur les médias sociaux. Okay. C'est ça qu'il faut, qu faut. Tu nous demandes si on doit être tenu responsable ou pas. Mm -hmm. Moi, je te dis qu'on doit être tenu responsable des produits qu'on promo, mm -hmm. mais right. pas de la pression psychologique que ça met sur les autres, que nos images soient fake ou réelles ou qu'on soit refaites ou pas ou qu'on mente par rapport à notre physique ou pas. C'est okay. deux choses distinctes. Donc, il y a une responsabilité. C'est ça le, la fin du truc, parce que depuis tantôt, on essaye de revenir back and forth, mais tu n'as pas, pas fait la, la démarcation entre ces deux choses-là. Fait que tout le discours ne fonctionne pas. OK. Right? Donc, on doit être tenu responsable par rapport aux produits, de s'assurer qu'ils ne causent pas de dommages, mais on n'est pas responsable de mettre des photos sexy sur Internet de la jeune fille qui se sent mal dans sa peau puis le stress, puis la psychologie, puis la détresse, parce que c'est trop difficile d'atteindre ce corps parfait. On n'est pas responsable. Vivre et laisser vivre, guys. Yeah, it's not like she's telling people go commit suicide. That would be different. Tu, tu you know, mais tu vois-tu les deux? Les deux je pense la... que tu devrais me l'expliquer encore. OK. <rire> c'est parce que ça fait comme 15 minutes, j'essaie. Tu sais, à un moment donné, je me suis tannée, genre. Ça va être cool à éditer, ça. Ça va être vraiment cool à éditer. Parce que je pense que je vais mettre des petits bruits à chaque fois que je, je, je mettais un petit point. Là, mais... Mais tu peux, tu vas nous réécouter, tu vas te rendre compte que c'est vrai que tu ne faisais pas la différence entre les deux dans ton discours, mais que ça va être parfait. Ça doit être mon café. <rire> c'est sûrement, sûrement pas le bon. Pas... Pour être honnête avec vous, moi, je suis un peu fatiguée. Non, non, mais je comprends, mais tout à fait. Mais anyway, à la fin de la journée, en réalité, il mm n'y -hmm. aura pas une vérité absolue ici. Là. 
That's the thing. Get, it's it's hard, I was just right? Just curious to see different point of views, right? The different situations. At the end of the day, social media is here to stay. Yeah. Right. And to grow. <laughs> to grow in a good or bad way, either or. Right. There's positive out of it. There's negative out of it. Now, it's like life. That's life. Pardon? That's life, right? Because yes, even before social media, I mean, people were still depressed. People were still like. But you were things, reaching less. That's the thing. You're reaching less. And what makes is, it harder is that before, let's say Marilyn Monroe, she was the Hollywood star. So you were like, I'm never going to be that. She's a Hollywood star. Now anybody can be the Hollywood star, you know, and that's, that's what and that's what makes it that pressure of. And I, I lived that too like a few years ago and I was just like I was I, I started realizing that every time I would get off of my Instagram I would just feel horrible about myself until I clicked it I'm like wait a minute what's going on here and then I realized I'm like okay well then I made a decision I'm gonna just stop looking at these pictures or if I do I'm gonna look at it from a different perspective not comparing myself I will never have that body no matter how hard I work out I'll never have it so I just have to be like oh wow I love her outfit. So, or those are nice shoes. So you got to that enlightenment because of what? Your age, your culture, your experience? I just by be by becoming aware, also by dealing with a lot of women and as a hairstylist and makeup artist, you know, technically I am a psychologist. <laughs> so I get to hear the behind the scenes of mm -hmm. what's going on in women's head. And knowing that intensity of um <laughs> the intensity of them feeling so insecure and also having women being like, oh my God, did you see this? And did you see her lips? And did you see that? Right. And I'm like, shit, this is so like real. Right. Like mm -hmm. that's when I realized like this is really intense. And then I started seeing that it would affect me as much as I thought that it didn't. And like I said, when I came to that point, it was coming to the point of understanding myself not to compare myself. But I consider you as a strong woman. Now, how many people fall in that hole in that sense? Because what, what, Again, I'm talking as a, a worried father, to mm -hmm. be extremely honest with you. Vivre et laisser vivre 100%. But as a responsibility as a father, right. my daughter's 12 years old. She's starting high school this year, mm -hmm. right? So I see what she sees. I right. see her fashion choices, whatever she likes as music and stuff like that. For sure. Now and, for and, mu and, and it doesn't even have to go Instagram. Look at these music videos. They're literally soft porn. That's exactly my point. Do you point. know what I'm saying? So and there, those people are supposed to be more morally responsible. No, but Not like if you listen to rap, how degrading it is today. Mm -hmm. And again, compared to the 90s, and maybe I sound like those old guys way back when, you, when we were younger, the music was better, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> At the end of the day, even plastic surgery. I remember in the 80s, 90s, it was so taboo. People were shamed. Yeah. And now, it was only boob surgery. Now exactly. it's everything. <laughs> now they go to Colombia. Right? <laughs> to get it all done. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And they're proud of it now. Yeah. So what? But, What's wrong with that? But I mean, if, if they're, look, if they're willing to do it in a healthy way, because let's say, I don't know, they had a baby and they wanted to get a mommy makeover, right? Mm -hmm. No man will ever understand what it is to see your stomach destroyed with stretch marks. Well, I do, but yes. Well, you know what I mean, you know, and it's like, it's hard. It's like no, no, the women, I definitely agree and I on and that. I and you know, it's hard on a woman because as much 100. even if there's no social media, every woman just wants to feel beautiful. Yeah, I mean, before they were actresses, we have no social media, and actresses would have crazy makeovers and start doing. Mm -hmm. So it's how it's always like, been like that. But it was that's the thing. It was like that's what she's saying. saying. It was smaller. Now smaller. it's on now, a but now it was less. It was less people, but Intense. it was as accessible. Everybody looked at TV. You only had a few people to look at. Few people now, to yeah. look at, but Everybody. they were still doing the same thing. Not yeah. everybody. Like, I think it's, I think, like, if you talk about, a, like, being a worried father, 
I think the work has to be, I'm not saying it's not doing being done. What I mean is that it's the parent's responsibility, but the values is trying to give his child to give him the best tools for them to navigate towards that without feeling that way. Because the world has always been with bad examples and it will always will be. And whether or not it's through social media, television, clips, music, or movies, where yeah. in movies we always show little girls in distress, where little girls have no career, and where in movies, like th this is just to me as damaging as having girls with it's like that princess on story, media. and we all want to have yeah. that. And princess what will fairy differ tale. from one and another is your kids' education and your relationship with them, and how you give them the tools to navigate towards what's real, what's not, what's expectable, and what's not. These things have always been around. I think I think this is also, it's easy to blame social media, but at the end of the day, a lot of parents are also neglecting their kids. And 100%. I've seen this a hundred times and it pisses me off when moms would come to my salon and just throw an iPad and I, I wouldn't bite my tongue. I'd be like, do you know how bad that is? Like, do you know before nine years old, it's killing your child's neurons in your brain because your child's brain is not fully developed. I go, what happened to toys? What, 20 years ago, kids didn't have iPads. They survived. We all survived, right? My mom would sit me down before yeah, I go out and she would look at me. Let me tell you something. You don't interrupt me. You say, please. You say, thank you. And you say, still, I brought your coloring book. I brought you that. You know what to do. Boom. 100%. You know, yeah, but parents we'll, we'll don't survive. do that. They will so survive with iPads too. They're, 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 they're the base. Yeah, they're not being guided. They're not. No, they won't survive with iPads. Yeah, yeah. They're, exactly, they're going to be savages. That's, that's, that's where the argument actually <clears throat> comes in play. So like you said, and again, everybody's entitled to their opinion. There's no absolute truth because... Probably in 20 years, there's going to be something else. There you go. And we're going to laugh at iPads. You know, we're going to be like, oh, it was good when well, kids we were only laughing had about iPads. Cigarettes. Now we found out that it was giving cancer. Now we stopped. Right. If you can avoid not doing cigarettes all along. Well, here's the problem with the discourse is that seeing social media and tools like iPads and phones and only the, putting the accent and its negative effects without teaching our kids how they can use these tools as tools to learn exactly. to have fun to be creative like have you like probably you do, you are on TikTok the level of creativity is amazing these kids spend hours making incredibly creative videos yeah. and I think you can turn a tool into a bad thing or a good thing and if you're a kid it depends on your parents education yeah, but iPad now, or no iPad no but wait for the iPad thing there's actually research now out that people get addicted yes once you say addiction it's not good there's no addiction in the world that you can justify as being good but, so yeah, but then you can limit limit TV. your screen time but right that's the thing because that's everybody's gonna have a phone now but right? now everybody right. has this app on their phone that limits their time me I have YouTube every night at 10 that tells me hey it's time to go to bed you, you plan this mm -hmm. people are using we were exposed to social media. There were no regulation. We know now that an excess is bad for us. We're putting rules in place, and mm -hmm. it's just like cigarette. We're gonna end gonna up become aware. Yes, they probably won't even let children under nine that's handle but that's uh, anything the, with Wi-Fi. certain countries in the world yeah, actually. I know. Well, they, so we'll make we'll make whatever we need to make for these tools to stay good tools and not. Yeah, but you can. Tools you are can, bad you, things. You can advance instead of waiting until they make rules. You can actually limit it right away. Yeah, we can. So, but that starts at home. But that's your that starts at home. Exactly. So, point. if so, someone's aware of that, then you start it at home and you teach them. Like you said, like I have totally a stepdaughter agree. and she's like, oh, you know, like yesterday, she's like, because it was raining, there was a bit of thunder. She's like, but how does thunder happen? You know? And so every time she asks me a question, I'm like, great question. Let's go on YouTube. Thunder and lightning, you, you know? Yes. And I'm showing her how to use and how to like YouTube in a way where it's like you can ask. So learning Question. exactly two things. Hey, honey, when you go on social media, do you know this is not realistic? Hey, I don't want you to look at this. Don't look at that video. Don't do that. You Watch out. That's one thing. 
And then the same approach on the other side. It's like, oh, okay, I hear your video clip is cool. How about you and I learn together on YouTube how to make our own clip? Would you be interested in that? And you just teach your kids to use these tools as a positive thing rather than always be scared for them to look at the negative stuff. So, Every okay, so because the you more that you example. restrict human, the more you restrict them, and this is scientific. I was just listening mm -hmm. to a TED talk the other day. The more you restrict human, you get less results out of them. No, totally. <clears throat> so my son last time pulled a really good, it was a smart line, yet it was false, but it was a smart line. So my son has this bad or this obsession right now to go on YouTube to watch people play video games, right? Okay. Constantly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. I made fun of him and I was like, why are you watching people play games? Play games. Might as well just play them, right? Because yeah. it will. Then he's like, but when you watch a soccer game okay. on TV, it's not the same thing. And I'll tell you why now. Because when I watch on a TV on a big screen, my addiction, my endorphin levels are not high. Compared to on a screen in front of you, you don't focus on anything else. So you that's, cast it on the TV. Exactly. That's it. That's what we that's, tell her. That's exactly where you have to find that line, that gray zone of, yes, you're right, but understand before they used to say you have to watch TV with a light on because it's bad for your, your eyes. eyes. yeah, And stuff like that. So if you can avoid doing the mistake right away. And what does it mean to avoid, to cut so it? So cigarette, for example, but originally ci when cigarette came out, it said that the recommendation was it was good for your health. But you can't compare cigarettes Why? to technology. Why? Are you kidding? Why? Because cigarettes have no use. Do you do you make businesses out of cigarettes? Do you make... Yes, actually, there's now there's electronic... No, no, you as a person... What do you mean me as a person? Okay, if you're smoking a cigarette. Your phone yeah. can, is, a, is a tool. It's yes. access to information. Mm -hmm. It's communication. You can do a business with it. You could get addicted. Yes. Right? So it could be bad for you used in a bad way. Yes. Cigarettes have no use? Yes, it's a stress reliever. That's actually how they came about. Okay, yeah. so it's a stress... That was the tool. Okay, okay so there's one tool, there was just an one. amazing tool. Yeah, but if you so take the phone now, it's like 25 tools in one, right? right? The last time they did that, a picture of everything that you used to have in the... Yeah, yeah I remember. And it's all on your phone. So you can't compare technology and access to technology to smoking cigarettes and making regulations to smoking cigarettes, which is a stress reliever, which nobody gives a fuck about, can do yoga and stress relief and it won't damage your health. So obviously you're gonna say, don't use cigarettes. Yeah, but with that argument, I can say, instead of looking at YouTube, you can read a book. No, you can't. Why? Because you can never have as much condensed uh, condensed knowledge in a five minute video in a fucking book that you need to read. Are yeah, you but, kidding? But, there, but there's positive things to read, actually. There's positive things to watch on YouTube. Yeah, but okay, so. What I mean by, if you read a book, forget about what's in the book. Mm -hmm. Just reading a book. Yeah. Focusing on paper. Yeah. Actually distresses you. There's other positive things. I read a lot books, no, not all the time. No, but what I'm trying to tell you is that this is a tool that should yeah. be introduced in our kid's life as a useful, positive tool with limits. With limits, exactly. Okay. That's the team. And, and open conversation. And to conversation. make them aware. Because you said something before. You're like, yeah, but you're a strong woman. Yes. Mm -hmm. But I made myself a strong woman. Fair enough. Because I'm making choices. Because I am trying to analyze and but like see between two things. That's why I asked you, how things. did you get there? That's my question. It's right. like, how do I get there? You know where you are now. Right. You want to know how you got there because a lot of people are not able to get there. Right. So I think, first of all, by creating self-awareness, mm -hmm. right? Identifying that there is, we all feel when we're off somewhere in our life and being completely, utterly honest with yourself and saying, okay, I don't, 
feel this part of my life or I don't like this part about mm-hmm. me and then create awareness. And that's what I've done. So then I've gone out before computers and stuff. Mm-hmm. I used to go to the library actually and read books on this and read books on that because I wanted to learn more stuff. And that I'm not saying to self- get rid of your phone, by the way. <laughs> right. No, no, no. But it's creating that self-awareness allows you to retain control after. Because now it's yes. like when I came to the moment where I said, where I caught myself, mm-hmm. and it took me a time, I caught myself feeling down after looking at these Instagram pictures. And I said, oh, okay, that's not good. Now I don't want to feel like this. So I'm going to look at the same picture and I'm going to make sure that I don't look at it in a comparing eye. I'm going to look at it as just, I like her clothes. I like that style. And that's it. Yeah, you know? no, no, no. But that's, and, and, that's, and the that's, wise that's thing. how I got myself to there so it's creating that self-awareness but maybe it's also because of the way my parents spoke to me too my dad spoke to me we were very open-minded we're very about talking so that helps also that's why it's important to build a great fundamental relationship Mm -hmm. of communication with your kids because when they're going to go out into the real world you won't be there but whatever you leave them as a base is what's going to stay with them when my daughter started high school i told her look honey from now on you're going to be faced with many decisions Mm -hmm. and you're going to make good choices and you're going to make bad ones but I'm just going to let you know, no matter how bad it is, I go, even if you're the mastermind behind it, I will be there for you. But you see, I, f- I find that's important to actually to be just said, just for people to understand. But that's it, because I relaxed her. I mm-hmm. prepared her in a way. So when something that bad happened, then I was like, okay, now I have to listen to her because I told her, I promised her. And I told her, I go, no matter what it is, even if it's the worst thing in the world, I'll listen to you. My only thing that I'm going to ask you is that once I listen to you, you have to listen to me. Mm-hmm. And if we have that understanding, we're going to be good. And that's what happened. So I think it's also preset from the way you are built, yeah. the way you are conditioned to communicate, the way you're conditioned to think, and the way you are also inspired to think and to to have that like feeling of being able to reveal things on your own and creating logic. So that also goes to how you're taught to being communicated. Because if, for example, parents that are like, no, shut up, don't do that, don't do that, right? The person's closed. How are mm-hmm. they ever, because every time they wanted to go a little bit out of that little bubble in their brain, they were being shut down. So what do you think that does to human development? It just shuts you down. It makes you scared. It closes you off to everything and opportunities and to a lot of things. So it goes back to how you see, like anything, this could be the most dangerous and amazing thing in the world. You know, but it really depends. I've got this into my life as an adult pretty much. So that was different. But as children coming up into it, it's just teaching them the ways and making them be aware and having open conversation. Because if people did that, I think a lot of people would be better off in their life. The reason why I asked you the question, because I wanted to hear this, because I feel that some people should listen, should actually, they need to hear this in the sense that anything, because now they're actually comparing a cell phone to a gun. A gun could be to protect you and the same way it could be to harm you at the same way. And mm-hmm. sadly, there's reasons why depression and anxiety is so high right now. Right. It's because of all this. Like the research is there. Like there's no Yeah, yeah. I've there. seen the documentaries and I agree because I've noticed that in people too. And I've exactly. seen a change and I've spoken to a lot of my clients who are psychologists who are this therapists and they see it too. They see the amount of intensity and anxiety in people has risen within the last few years, right? And it has a lot to do with a lot of things. But there, there's that period of adaptation we're going into something new and becoming aware of it. That's why now we have all these Me Too and this challenge and a lot of people posting more positive and real things because I think we kind of got over like just being too fake. I think we're 
like c'est démodé un peu, you know, even though so. it's still there, but I just see a lot of more reality. Like I'll see a lot of more different stuff. So it also depends what you look for. I have three Instagram accounts. Actually, I have one for well my said. food. I have one for my Monate and I have one and I follow different things. So whatever I see on my feeds is what I search for. So the more you click on things, the more you're going to get those things pop up, popping up for you too. So if you're going to look for something, you're going to find it no matter yeah, what yeah. it is. Right. Definitely. So I think it's like I said, it's really, especially for the future generations is having parents to really walk them through and having open communications and teaching them. Like she said, this could be a skill. My stepdaughter, she's starting to edit her own YouTube videos. Her dad's like, yeah, you want to be because she saw me do my videos. And now she's like, right, I'm like her influencer. So I have to be in a sense like, oh, like, you know, careful what I'm doing. And I know I'm inspiring her. So I'm like, I tired a teacher and be like, oh, this is fun, you know, and this is amazing because she was shy. And I'm like, no, Mia, you don't have to be shy. I go, why are you shy about because of this, I go, but that's good. I go, be shy when it's something bad, you know, be shy when you do something bad, but not for this. And it's helping to develop her. So I see how that's, and now she's like doing her own little beats and, you know, editing her videos. And I find it really cute. So like she said, that's, that's a positive way of taking a child Definitely. and teaching them skills. But like, again, it goes back to the parents. It yeah, goes yeah. back parents, to the parents and it parents, goes back to schools, schools and everybody and everything. You, you, schools could be another podcast, right? Yeah, it's right that. yeah we're going to disagree on that one for hours. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't like the, the scholar system, but that's another story. There another we go. That's why I say we're going to disagree but for on that hours. One for hours. <laughs> why, you agree with the scholar system? I think school's amazing. Oh, wow. I think school's great. Think, well, like uh, it depends on the school too, eh? Depends where it depends you are. On, look, are we talking like elementary school, high school? Or are we talking about college, university? College, university? No, no, but that's not. That's right. Same. No, that's not what we're talking. I'm talking about foundations. Was, okay, no, I don't know okay. these things. Yeah. I have no kids. Because when, sure. once you know where you're going into, it's the most amazing thing. Of course, because you right? know. It's you're your guided own. there. But elementary and high school, when it's a little bit more global, I feel that they're giving you a lot of. You know, they're not teaching you the important things. Yeah, right. like more and money then it and more economics. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Anyway, it depends on the two hours, too. actually. That's wow. almost a new record. Um, thank you very much. Thank this was you. actually fun, interesting in more ways than one. <laughs> Are you still there? Mona? Yeah. <laughs> She's there with her butterflies. <laughs> a garden of butterflies. Oui. Thanks again. À suivre. And yes. uh, good luck. Thank you, thank you so much. Endeavors. Yes. And um, I'll put all the information as usual. Okay. Wonderful. Have a good uh, night. Yes. <laughs> Take care. Bye. 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 She ain't no <laughs>